listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Now, little Terry got a gun he got from the store. He bought it with the money he got from his chores. He robbed the candy shop, told her lay down on the floor, put the cookies in the bag, take the pennies out the drawer. Look, Khalil got a gun he got from the rebels to kill the infidels and American devils. A bomb on his waist, a mask on his face, prays five times a day and listens to heavy metal. Little Alex got a gun he took from his dad that he snuck into school in his black book bag. His black nail polish, black boots, and black hat. He gon' blow away the bully that just pushed his ass. Pushed his ass. Pushed his ass. Pushed his ass. Another man today Shot him in his back as he ran away Then I blew up his hunt with a hand grenade Cut his wife though and she put her hands to pray Just five more dogs then we can get a soccer ball That's what my commander say How old? Well I'm like 10, 11 Been fighting since I was like 6 or 7 Now I don't know much about where I'm from But I know I strike fear everywhere I come Government want me dead so I wear my gun I really want the rocket launcher but I'm still too young This candy give me courage not to fear no one To feel no pain and hear no tongue So I hear no screams and I shed no Tear. If I'm in your dreams, then you're in this mess. Get some weapons, get some weapons, get some weapons. We're calling you. This is war. If it comes, not just to talk for you. We find you something small to use. Get some weapons, get some weapons, get some weapons. The march of the boy brigade A macabre parade of the toys he made And shamans and shades who look half his age About half the size of the flags they wave And camouflage suits made to fit youths Cause the ones off the dead soldiers hang a little loose With AK-47s that they shooting in the heaven Like they trying to kill a jets and struggles little recruits Cute, smileless, heartless, violent Childhood destroyed, devoid of all childish ways Can't write their own names Or read the words that's on their own graves Think you gangster popped a few rounds These kids will come through and murder a whole town they sit back and smoke and watch it burn down The grave gets deeper the further we go down Recession on the way Hey, but on another note A lot of sounding like young Tell them register to quote See, I rolled them back to back Like I'm registered to smoke True Yeah, I got it on me now But I ain't registered to toke I put on for my city I just bought a blue guinea God damn it, just missed me Should've saw me, should've seen me do me a favor, see them haters, tell them, picture me rolling. Same time, watch them face take a picture of me rolling. Got a phone call from Ye, put my lips on his song. So, three million likers, goddamn, I put them on. I put on for my city, yeah, billboards everywhere. See me before your flight line, see me before your back claim. We up for my city, man, you better check your box, man. Hey, welcome to the Blackout Tips Podcast, your host Rod and Karen. And we are in the house on a Sunday edition of Carolina probably advancing to the Sweet 16 as we speak. Yes, yes. Um and we have a couple guests in the house, man. Now I will now some people may have seen originally we planned for there to only be two guests on the show. Uh but one of our guests had to cancel so we hit the bench and we brought in two more people, Karen. Yes, Not did. just one, but two. Cuz I said, "Fuck it, man. Let's just triple the ratchetness." Instead of double the ratchetness. Okay? So we doubled up on that shit. We went back to back on them niggas. And now we got uh, the first voice you heard. You probably never heard on our show before. 
Um, but you may have heard her if you listen to the Insanity Check. Yep, yep. Um, she goes by uh, Black Barbie sometimes. She goes by Xena sometimes. Um, but uh, today she's going by Jessica because Chris is just tired I of coming think. up with nicknames. Um, so say what's up to everybody, Jessica. Hi, how are you? Oh, we're good. good. We're good. Um, now I have to ask, um, how... Say that again. I'm sorry. I said, nice to meet everyone. Oh, you too, of course. I have to ask, how did you find out about Chris's podcast and what made you want to be on his, on the Insanity Report? Um, Chris is my frat brother. Hey, uh, first fam and stuff. And I heard that he did one through, what, Dylon, who's our mutual friend. And I just wanted to do it. And he said, okay. So wait. he never got rid of me. So wait, Chris is your frat Ah. brother? He never came yeah. Me. yeah, she's AK, so and I'm an alpha, so that's you know. Okay, well, Skiwi, of course, Skiwi. Um, yes, yeah, all my people. Um, <laughs> um, and of course, uh, the other voice you heard, you, if you're familiar with the show, you've heard them many times. Um, yes. It's actually Chris from the Insanity Check podcast, yes, um, aka at Insanity Report on Twitter. The Black um, Republican. The Black, yeah. Um, say what's up to uh, Chris. He's not black no more. He traded himself in the Yeah, actually, I traded, I traded like myself to Indian. Yeah, something. I traded myself to the Asians. Oh, okay. And the racial okay. Path, so I'm, I'm <laughs> actually Asian. And also, I just want to say, fuck Duke. Oh, shit. Yeah, dog. I throw that one out there. Yeah. Yes. Oh, man. You know how many Lehigh jokes I had today at the basketball court? <laughs> mm. I think my first fadeaway shot, I was like, Lehigh. Had <laughs> <laughs> to let them fools know. Get Same. beat by it's the only- UPS man. It's always a good day when Duke loses. I'm saying, I, like, I, was, I haven't even been following the tournament that much, but I saw that somebody said Duke was losing. I turned it, turned it around. I was like, oh yeah, I'm into this shit now. <laughs> oh, oh, we partied, son. Like that was the thing. I didn't even pay attention to that game Me because either. I was like, yeah, I don't need to see Duke blow another team out by 40. You know, like they always do at the beginning of the shocked. tournament. But um, I, I can't. I think I was playing Mass Effect. I had just beaten the game, and I was like, well, I guess I'll tune into the tournament for a couple. Wait a minute, what the fuck is a and how do I get a jersey? <laughs> God, I'm from Maryland. We, I was about to go out there and set a, set a mattress on fire, yo. I was like, yeah, man. Oh, man. You know how many You know how many friends of mine I text with just one word? Lehigh? Question mark? <laughs> yeah, oh, man. I had to. Now, the, sec- the third voice that you heard on the show, um, on the introduction, uh, you've heard him before, maybe not with the mm-hmm. British accent, but you have heard him on the show before. Yes, you have. Um, he used to have his own podcast called The Negro Majority, but then, you know, he had to go to school and all this stuff, so Take he stopped. business, he started growing up on us. Right, he stopped being a Negro Majority and decided to enter the world of academia. Um, it's Adjective J. What's up, man? What's going on, man? How y'all doing? Oh, we're doing great, man. Of course, he's at, on Twitter, he's at... Uh, adju- is it underscore adjective J or just adjective J? It's uh, adjective underscore J. Yeah, adjective underscore J. My bad, man. Um, and uh, he also has his own blog, fulltimenegro.blogspot.com. Um, tell him how to spell Negro, man. That's K-N-E-E-G-R-O-W. And Right, the easiest way, of course. And if you listen to, um, you know, Where's My 40 Acres, like I do, then you're quite familiar with him and his... Uh, his either his spoken word or his lie about Negroes needing to be able to spell majority. Yes, uh, in order to be able to well, vote, it's, it's, it's historically inaccurate. I don't like lie. Lie makes it sound like I made it up. It just so happens that if you look into history, it's not right. Okay, so historically inaccurate. Also, oh, also oh, you you're also a Repub- running for a Republican uh, presidential nomination. 
Clearly, clearly, because <laughs> I'm just ready to bend the truth. Right. <laughs> Wait, so can I, I just want to make this clear. You actually went to school and became a dangerous Negro by getting education? Like, you understand, like, you put your life on the line like that? Man, that's, you know, I can give you up to that, man. That's, that's yeah. what's up. Education you know? is for snobs anyway. That's what I right. say. Snobs <laughs> are for Negroes who want to be shot, you know. Yeah, you know, yeah. stay in your lane. That's what I say. Um, so what kind of stuff do you write about on fulltimenegro.blogspot.com, my friend? Um, well, right now, the ongoing article is a 10-page uh, neo-Aristotelian criticism on Malcolm X's last speech before he was shot. Uh, it was the one he gave at Ford Theater. I know that was like a whole lot of like writing, but essentially, if you want to see like um, how Malcolm X was trying to build his character, how he was trying to like present himself after he like uh, essentially separated himself from the Nation of Islam, that's what that paper focuses on, or really what that article focuses on. Uh, I think the one after that is like culture equality, and uh, generally, it's is not always as serious. I got a couple of other ones that are not quite serious, like you know. Um, how who says men can't cry and that type of thing. But lately it's been a run of really serious uh, articles. Actually, I got one that I'm sitting on right now that I need to put up. That is uh, actually a, a fantasy theme criticism of uh, straight out of Compton. So wow. I'm trying to blend ac- academia with, uh, with the culture that I love, like hip hop and, and black culture. And that's what I've, I've been doing. And I, I've been putting that stuff out there, hopefully uh, trying to, you know, help people see that hip hop as a culture and black people as a culture, stand up to the test of, of, you know, academia and stand up to the test of, like, just rhetorical criticism. Wow. You, you, you just don't read. I know. I'm like, look, you look yeah, you're trying to spread <laughs> knowledge. Come on, now. Yo, knowledge the the in his voice when he said it, he was like, yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, 10 pages is a lot to read, man. You know, I, it is. I mean, I t- typically, I just reduce down whatever I have to say to a couple pages and uh, try to hit the highlights, you know, because the Internet is a very competitive place. And uh, if you can't sum something up in a, you know, a, 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 yeah, Cliff Notes, man, people get, people get antsy, man. And I actually, yeah. I'm, I'm thinking about something because we got you and Rod on here. This is what I'm thinking. If you take Rod's booty pictures and put them in your serious discussions, I think we might get something there. You yeah. might yes. actually think about read the whole way. The poses yes. have to match the theme, have to match whatever the subject is. It's sad to say that. Oh, oh, oh we, we, can, we can make that happen. Oh, yeah, booty, happen. booty pics and knowledge. Yes. Yeah. Oh, booty pics and not yo. <laughs> I think we just I came think up. Maybe something. Yeah, I think we just came up with something. Yes, it'd be full time booty pics. Yeah. It's like Malcolm X's last uh, last speech was, and then you put a blank spot, and then it's like a chick, and it's like, why is she taking a picture in front of some train tracks? And then <laughs> you know the next, then the next thing is like, you know, he he eventually relented on his hatred of the white man. You know, so I, I can see it working, man. <laughs> yeah. Um. But that's cool, man. The other thing, too, that, that worries me about writing long blog posts is uh, the kind of person that reads a long blog post is not always the kind of person I want to react, interact with. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Like, I yeah. don't know. I don't know, man. It's like the, those. Really with someone who has that much time on there. <laughs> yeah. Like, I need them to be a little bit like, yo, man, I would have read it. That shit long. You know what I'm saying? Like, ah! so, like some of my favorite. Like, I got through half of it. <laughs> yeah, I got. I read. Yeah. I'm gonna read some more. Like I got to. Uh, like some of my favorite people actually don't listen to our podcast. They're just like, man, I listen to like 20 minutes, man, and that's all I can do. I was like, all right, <laughs> I'm good with that. That's fine. That shit was three hours. I'm not. You know, I ain't mad at you. But yeah, the, um, problem, the problem with the person that reads a long blog post sometimes though is they they, they feel the need then to write a comment, not a blog, not a return blog post or a response blog post, but a, a, a response comment, comment that is just, long post. that's just as long as your blog <laughs> nah. post. 
Yeah. Like, yes. Like their dissertation being the comment. Well, first of all, I disagree yeah. with. And then secondly, and then, like, they're, they're, thirdly. Never, yeah, and they're never right How about what they're they're complaining about. And so then you feel the need to write another long comment about their comment. To tell them how they don't understand yeah, nothing that you just goes downhill from there. It's just, that's exactly what I was trying to get to, man. Chris summed it up. It's like, uh, I'll, I'll, sometimes people will read something and then they think that their response needs to be as long. But I'm like, dog, I put a lot of thought into what I wrote. So, like, you don't actually, you're just mad and about to write a lot because you think that's what you should do. But, like, you should just respond back with, like, a paragraph. Yes. Like, I was I mad. I disagree, period. Yeah, yeah I disagree yeah, and I'm mad. That's all no, we sir. need to know. Yeah, now I gotta read. Now I gotta read ten pages about how I'm wrong. Um, you know, you know my favorite one though is my, my, the the long response comment that has no punctuation in it at all. So it's like ten pages, but there's no period to end. No commas, no period, like, no. Tell and it's like an all cap. Do you tell they yes. were angry when they wrote it because they never took a time to like pause <laughs> and write a comment, a comma, or a period? Yo, I love those. I beat the hell out that keyboard. You know, like they're trying to. They're trying to play both sides. Like, well, you know, you're not taking into account the opinions of X, Y, Z, this, that, third, and third. And then they come right back to the original argument and then just disqualify everything that they just said. Oh, my favorite person on the Internet is Example Man. Like, that person, (laughs) like the person that actually made a perfect analogy the first time. But then goes on to make like five other analogies. You're like, motherfucker, it's the same point. I get it. There's, you know, it's like, well, you know, that would be the same as saying Kobe Bryant is better than Michael Jordan. Or that would be like saying Ric Flair was better than, I'm like, dog, I, you, you had a point. You know, but, um, anyway, man, I, good luck with that, Andrew Jay. And God bless you, um, yes. for, for putting that work out there on the internet to be scrutinized like that. Cause, uh, you know, yes. whenever someone writes me back a long response, my favorite response is one of two things. It's either too long, didn't read, or okay. Yeah. The one word response, okay, is the worst response to give to people. And I try to pretend like I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but I am. I'm being really disrespectful to say okay. Yo. I never say okay with a like, you know, that guy was making good points in my mind, ever. With, with both lowercase letters, too. Yeah. Yes, yes. don't it capitalize. <laughs> yeah, I didn't bother to capitalize the No punctuation, like, no, no. I didn't even spell out OK. I spelled, I gave you two letters, O and K. I didn't spell out O-K-A-Y, nah, nah, man, fuck that. All right. Like, you know how you can't really express tone on the internet. So, like, uh, I was watching the Bobcat, I mean, the uh, Carolina Tarios game, and uh, they made uh, uh, this guy scored on our one of our freshman uh, power forwards, uh, McAdoo. And uh, I made a joke like, McAdoo? Nor like, McAdoo don't play any defense. You know, que- clearly... <laughs> Uh, over the top satirical stupid joke just you know corny i knew it was corny when i typed it and someone responded back like well it's not that he doesn't play defense he's a freshman and sometimes ah! he makes mistakes uh, <laughs> okay yeah that's my pet peeve like clearly i'm joking like i shouldn't have to be this clear with my jokes i i shouldn't yes. have to like put hashtag joke for you to get that i'm joking <laughs> yes. if i have to explain my joke i'm sorry fuck you i i, yeah. I, I, I twitter is it is it, it's, it's just too much going on for me to explain and then go laugh ha ha okay you get it what I, what I love it when it's somebody who's been following you for like years and you make us, you make it. I was, I, I was talking about the the whole women's rights bills and the other day. I was like, well, yeah, man, you, you know, women are too stupid to make their own decision about what they want to, whether they want to sonogram or not. Fuck them, you know. 
Someone was like, what are you trying to be, the next wrestling bar? <laughs> I'm like, yo, have you ever followed anything I've ever said before? It's like, you do realize I'm joking, right? It's just, yeah, you got You know who's the worst for me, man? And I, you know, I'm just saying names. Fuck it. This dude, his name is Jack the Joker, but he spells Joker like J-O-E-K-R or something like that. But like, he follows me on Twitter and the only time he interacts with me is to tell me I'm wrong or to not get a joke or to disagree. I'm like, why do you follow me, man? I thought, like, with both Carolina fans, why don't we ever talk about shit we agree on? You only <laughs> hit me up like, that shit ain't right. Like, come on, man. Like, today, that was an obvious joke about McAdoo. You know what I mean? And then he hit me. He was the one who hit me up like, yeah, man, he, he does play D. I'm like, but you've been following all a hundred and something thousand tweets. You know I'm fucking joking. Some people are just fact checkers. Like, they literally just sit around waiting for you to say something that is partially infactual, no matter if you're joking or not. And then they'll hit you with the dictionary like, well, you know that's not the proper way to use that word. And it's like, oh, my God, I it's get like, it. Yeah, Thank like, you. it's the use of your Right. Yeah. yeah. I, like, yeah, I'm not. I'm. I'm, I'm I owe you apostrophe R E. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm not even gonna front. I hate grammar snobs, but I don't. I normally don't fuck with them. But I like some people think being a grammar snob is a good look. It is a bad look. Yes, it is. Cause you're an asshole. I'm just sorry. I know everybody. You know, ain't all elites with their vocabulary. And fuck it, it's Twitter. You know, yeah. it's it's not like somebody's turning a term paper or a dissertation or some shit like that. You you know, you don't have to go around and it makes me not want to follow you and and I'm very simple when it comes to Twitter. If you hit me with the with the bullshit, it ain't funny, I just won't respond back and right. I think that really pisses people off. If I can understand what you're saying, I'm fine. Yes. The other thing though is I do find one exception where you should be able to call somebody out for bad grammar is if they're talking shit about you. Then all bets are off. Say whatever yeah. the fuck I, you want. That's a or whole if they're like story. correcting someone else's grammar with bad grammar. Yes. Like, I love yes. that. And it's like I have to correct you now. I have to do it. Yeah, <laughs> I love that. My, my favorite are the people that have been on Twitter, you know, you check their Twitter profiles like I've been a member since, you know, two thousand five. And you're like and they don't understand like simple like Twitter etiquette and Twitter like right. rules. Like you know how when when we purposely spell something wrong, you put the hashtag in front of it, right? Yes. And you're like in front of like flame and young is uh, no flame and young. Yeah. And, and, and you say they like, and then, like one dude trying to retweet me was like, you know you spelled that wrong. I was like. <laughs> <laughs> Are you new here? Like, you know, I was actually making a joke because somebody else had spelled it wrong before. I tried to, I, I tried to be nice and explain to him. He was like, "Yo, just say you know, if you didn't want it, if you spelled it wrong, just say you spelled it wrong." I was like, "I did it on purpose, though." And then somebody else would come and try to explain it to him. He was like, "Well, I just don't understand why you would do that." I was like, "How long have you been on Twitter? Have you never <laughs> right. been black Twitter before?" Two thousand five. Oh, this is crazy. Uh, it's like I, I also don't understand why Larry David keeps getting himself in these awkward social situations. Mm. Why doesn't he just sit down and talk to the people, and then they can hash it all out and just keep going from there? Oh, it doesn't make yeah, any sense. See what happens when you do your own thing sometimes? Right. I think Twitter in 2005 was a much nicer place. I think it's just, it's almost like they've moved into a good neighborhood and then all the black people moved in. <laughs> <laughs> and so Twitter in 2005 was a good neighborhood. And now they're like, I don't understand why they're sitting outside barbecuing and playing loud music. Why are they doing that? Why are they playing talk and 21 and spades in the front yard? Where all these kids come from? Why did they park their cars in their lawns like that? <laughs> all of a sudden, we got Section 8 houses. What's going on around here? Uh, I love Twitter. <laughs> All right. Um, if you've been listening this far, then you're listening to the Blackout Tips podcast. Uh, it's a comedy podcast that we do three times a week. We being me and my wife. Um, 
you can find this show a bunch of ways, the easiest of which probably being go on to theblackoutips.com. While you're there, you can do a bunch of stuff. You can uh, like our Facebook page directly from our, our web page. You can donate to the show. You can subscribe to the show. You can go to the store and buy stuff. Put us on your chest. Put us on your face. Put us mm-hmm. on your hat. Yeah, I don't care. Um, put us on your ass. Put us on your ass, ladies. Mm-hmm. Send us we pictures. We got thongs. Yes, we do. Send us pictures. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also um, do stuff like, uh, you know, I don't know, comment on polls, vote in the polls, mm-hmm. comment on your vote in the polls. So, you know, if if the poll ah. says, like, is there such thing as black privilege, go ahead and comment. Go ahead and say why you think there is or isn't or why you voted the way you did. Um, feel free to comment after someone else comments to belittle them and make them feel bad on the Internet. Um, mm-hmm. I believe it's called being a troll. Make sure you do that. Um, and we appreciate the people that do take the time out to interact with the show. We do. You can always call the show 704-557-0186 and leave us a voicemail throughout the week or talk to us live when we do our feedback shows on Saturday mornings. Um, you can also email us the blackouttips at gmail.com. Karen and I are both on Twitter. I'm at Roderick's Prime. I am saved that again. That is in D-A-T. And I am. Oh, and also we have a page for our podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, that page is at T-B-G-W-T. So that is, uh, you know, the black guy who tips, you know, podcast yes, on it, Twitter. It, yes, because we both have our own Twitter accounts. And just in case you only want to follow the show and don't want to follow our not safe for work shit. Yeah, follow the other one. Yeah, we also have a campaign going right now called Donate Your Account. You go to donateyouraccount.com slash TBGWT, and uh, you can donate your Twitter account or your Facebook account. We get to retweet once a day, once a month, or once a week, depending on how often you let us do it. Um, and we only retweet show-related things, so if a new episode is up, if uh, we need to promote uh, advertising for our sponsors, we do stuff like that through your account, and uh, it helps a lot, man. It really does spread the word, and uh, you don't have to feel guilty because we just went in and did that for you there's nothing extra we can do to your account that's it um and we appreciate the people that do that because that's um that's pretty damn awesome actually it is we thank everybody um and then of course on itunes when you search for the blackout tips we would like for you to leave us a review you leave us a review we read it on the show but not just any review karen no sir that's what fools do we only read one type of review. What kind of review is that, Karen? Five stars only, because that's all you can give. If it was ten stars, we wouldn't take nothing lower than ten. Right. So we want the highest amount of stars possible. Mm-hmm. And then we will uh, read your review live on the air. Now, does the review also have to be glowing and really, you know, praising us, Karen? Nope. Can the review possibly make us say things we don't believe, like praise Tyler Perry or something like that? Yes, it can. It could. But as long as it's five stars, we promise to read it. And we have not let you down yet, guys. Yeah. Um, now, before I start the show, it, we are still celebrating March, which is the official uh, headband month. You know, some people call it March Madness. I call it Support LeBron James. So let me put my headphone on. My, uh, he- I'm sorry, my headband on before we actually start the show. Um, and I'll start by asking Karen, what is the official weapon? The official weapon of the show is the taser. And the official sport? The official sport of the show is bullet ball. And bullet ball extreme. All right. Hey, hey, if you're you're doing this in a sport, LeBron, you got to move the headband back a little bit, man. Oh, hold on. on. 
I'm yes. talking the Lorax vibrator machine thing that look like it's out of Dr. Seuss. Ah, the G-Spot <laughs> toys. Yeah, I'm talking about whatever that thing is that ladies have been looking at that is going to get them off. Yes. You know what I'm talking about, ladies. The I, one, nah, I know what you're talking about. The one you have to plug into the wall. That one. Yes. 50% off. It's time. Yes, the one that has three speeds and vibrates and rotates. Because, I mean, I get it. Look, I get it. There's, I'm sure there's nothing better than a warm human body next to yours having sex. That's awesome. That is great. But, you know what? Your vibrator never judges you. I tell it you that sure much. It sure doesn't. It never gets off the top of you and goes, what a whore. Now go fix me a sandwich. Ah! No, Ever. it does not. It doesn't say I'm not going to introduce you to my family at Thanksgiving. Vibrator don't have no family. And you and you know what? You know what? And when I'm done, I'm done. I can sit it to the side. Mm-hmm. And the show's over. And the show's over. It's over when you, you say it's over. That's right. So the vibrator never says, but I didn't get off. No. Mm-mm. You say, look, vibrator, next time, buddy. Next time. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's, it's all about you. So get that 50% off. Also, if you need some inspiration, you want something to watch. While you placate to yourself, three free adult DVDs plus a free extra gift that is so sensual that we can't even tell you. I can't even say what it is. Mm-mm. And to top it all off, they'll even throw in free shipping for your entire order. Free shipping, the best kind. I know it's so. You know how many slaves in the South wanted free? Many. Many were not able to get it. Mm-hmm. But, but we do. are giving it to you. You know, I would take free shipping to the north. I would have taken it. It was hot then. Ah! And uh, they're not fucking around. So check out adamandeve.com for the special order. 50% off when you type in the code TBGWT on checkout. And when you do, you get three free DVDs, free extra gift, and free shipping. TBGWT. Bam! Do it. Please your penis and your vagina. Next! We uh, already do some podcasting. So, um, wait, 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 wait. Before yes. you move, I had to wait until after you finished doing the whole sponsor thing. Yes. But nigga, did you just really say that slaves could have, if they could have taken FedEx North, they would have taken the FedEx North? <laughs> 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 yeah. Yeah. Put it in a box. Mm-hmm. That is what I said. And I, I, I say that with no irony about it. I, I believe that is exactly. They would have done that. Plain automobile would have been a lot better than running. If the un- Underground Railroad was the FedEx Express, they would have been taking that shit too. Oh, yes. Oh it's like you can either box yourself up or you could go with Harriet Tubman. Box me up, nigga. Yes. I'll take my chances with the FedEx Express. Can sit back south because of, uh, you know, uh, not enough postage. I'll say wherever the box stops and the accents no longer are southern, hop the fuck out. Yes. <laughs> yes. You are home. Um, <laughs> all right, man. I have random thoughts before we do news articles and stuff like that. But um, I guess I'll start off with the heavy shit first because I don't feel like doing it later and fucking up the show. But um, apparently um, Neighborhood Watch is shooting niggas and shit now. Uh, um, yeah, we just, I guess that's just how we rolling now. <laughs> like, uh, oh, apparently. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and I guess there's audio of it now. I have not heard the audio tape. Me either. I haven't. I, uh, I, I heard like 911 calls. I, is that what you're talking about? Yeah, not, yeah. They I have the Yeah, I heard that. That's, 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 no, nah, don't do that. Well, I mean, like, you should hear it as a responsible citizen of America, but, or just as a responsible human being, but it's, it's not, it just adds to, like, if you are already upset about it, you hear that, and then you're like triply upset. 
And if you didn't care about it, you hear that. And then you are pretty much just like, okay, it's pretty much the same. Like it's, it's for everyone who's just like racism is real. I mean, I kind of knew that before, but I mean, that just, that just helps cement it. That's pretty much all it is. It's just cementing the idea that racism has not gone away. Wow. Did you, did you listen to the whole 911 call? I only got 30 seconds in. I got 30 seconds in. It was like, I'm good. Nah, I was already pissed about it before. I've been trying to avoid this story because it's just, there's nothing good about it. I mean, yeah. Wow. I'm just, yeah, I've been trying to be, like, objective about it. Like, I'm trying really hard to just kind of be yeah. objective. <laughs> no. But, I mean, like... The thing I keep thinking is, let a nigga shoot an unarmed teenage meth head. Wow. That's why. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. he... And then this kid was just walking back from the 7-Eleven just doing nothing. But had a black man shot an unarmed white boy for any reason, he could have been breaking into his house. It would have been an uproar. In yeah. Florida, they probably would have lynched him. Now, I, I'm, I'm, I see they have the 911 call. I'm going to play some of it because I haven't heard it. And I don't want to, like, avoid listening to it if it is fucked up because, oh, man, I, I hate to say this, but we kind of do have a responsibility as a show to... Now, go ahead and do it. Like, I, do, I say go ahead and do it. That way, people who haven't heard it can listen can to it, it yeah. and, and go ahead and hear it. I mean, I think, I think, like I said, to me, there's nothing wrong about hearing it. It just makes you even more upset about this at not just the guy who did it, but to me, and I, maybe we'll get into this later, but the police chief, what he's been saying has made me want to actually go, I, I actually yeah. want to fight him. Like, right. that's the worst part right there. The police yeah. chief, and the things he's saying out of his mouth at these press conferences, yeah, just, yeah, go ahead and play the joint, yo. Go ahead. Right, yeah, go. Hey, we've had some break-ins in my neighborhood, and there's a real suspicious guy. Uh, it's Retrieve Circle. Um, the best address I can give you is 111 Retrieve Circle. This guy looks like he's up to no good or he's on drugs or something. It's raining, and he's just walking around looking about. Okay, and this guy, is he white, black, or Hispanic? He looks black. Did you see what he was wearing? Yeah, a dark hoodie like a gray. I feel like he saw he was gonna say I said suspicious. So, uh, come on. You know what that yeah. means? Yeah, come on. I think we I think we know what we're talking about, buddy. Either jeans or sweatpants and white tennis shoes. He's here now. He was just staring. Oh, he's just walking around the area. At all the houses. Okay. And now he's just staring at me. Okay, so it's one, 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 one. You're staring at him. I mean, you're on the phone looking at him, staring following at him. him. Clearly talking about him. What do you think he's going to do? <laughs> right. For some reason, this Negro seems to be annoyed with me talking to the police about him walking down the street. That's the, that's the clubhouse. Say that again, Beck. I'm sorry. I said, just the mere fact that you're following me. Like, if I'm, I don't care. If I'm walking down the street and I realize that a car is following me, I'm going to look at him, too. Like, what the f- I yeah. don't know you. It's not an you unreasonable might Ask me something. I agree. Uh, do you know what the. He's near the clubhouse right now? Yeah, now he's coming towards me. Okay. He's got his hand in his waistband. Well, it is raining, and he is walking down the street. Also, he was carrying items. And he is so. carrying. I mean, uh, I don't know if he should be approaching. Random white man with both hands out like it's the fucking cops. Yeah, like, but you no, know, the thing about it is, I, he probably wasn't even approaching him. He was probably walking home and walking past this motherfucker's car. Right, he probably crossed the street or something. Right. Oh, he's. Oh, look, it's a black guy coming towards me. I think he sees me. Motherfucker is dark and it's raining outside. Ah, ah. 
He's talking about it like he's talking about the black dude like it's a like it's a roll down and everything. He's talking about the black dude like he's a bear in the woods or some shit. Like you know how you watch those nature geography those Ge- National Geographic um, documentaries are like okay and it looks like the cheetah sees me. I'm going to try to approach ah! it. Crikey, yeah, he's on me, mate. Doesn't you know? bite me. You know it right. sounds like that dude. I am going to approach the black man now, and I'm going to show with my hands out that I am not a threat. To the black man, because if you do not show this to the black man, but you are not a threat, they will attack. Right? They will challenge your dominance. I am a white guy. I know you have not seen my my kind before, but I am not a threat to you. Yeah, I stood my ground, showed no fear. Yeah, fuck him. (laughs) Yeah, grizzly man, except for black people. And he's a black male. Okay. How old would you say he looks? Got a button on his shirt. Late teens. Late teens. Okay. Mm Mm-hmm. Something's wrong with him. What? Yeah. He's coming to check me out. He's got something in his hands. I don't know what his deal is. Okay, just let me know if he does anything, okay? Yeah, we got him on the way. Just let me know if this guy does anything else. Okay. These assholes, they always get away. Yeah, yeah. I get those assholes that walk home. You know, in the, rain. in the rain, they always get away. You know, they always end up going somewhere, you know, like home to eat their Skittles. But they always get away. Mm. Get out of the get out of the rain. Wow. It's crazy. When you come to the clubhouse, you come straight in and make a left. Actually, you would go past the clubhouse. Okay, so it's on the left-hand side from the clubhouse? No, you go in straight through the entrance, and then you make a left. Uh, yeah, you go straight in, don't turn and make a left. Shit, he's running. He's running? Which way is he running? Uh, down towards the uh, other entrance of the neighborhood. Okay, which entrance is that that he's heading towards? The back entrance. Are you following him? Yeah. Okay, we don't need you to do that. Okay. Okay, now following him. Right there is where the tape should end. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right there, it should be okay. Well, I lost him then because I didn't follow him, and I'm going to sit my punk ass back in my car he and watch him. random black people and, and call really the cops. Got out the car. You hear the wind change? Yeah, yeah, he got out the car and was was chasing him. Yeah, he was. It sounded like he was chasing him. Like maybe the kid was running from him or something. But it sounds right. like he was chasing him clearly. Let me let me let me get, let me see if I get this straight. Uh, you you watched as this young black man was walking, minding his own business, walking. And you decide to get out of your car and follow him, and he started running, and you're thinking he's suspicious. Did you ever think that maybe you, you were the you, you were suspicious motherfucker for following him and chasing after him? Like, I'm sorry, but the world is white. So crazy. You could old white men to me are either rapists, they're murderers, they probably got some little den up in their basement where they're going to torture and kill you. Like a middle aged white man, I'm sorry, they always scare me. And if cool. one's pulling up to me on on in the the dark of rain, no. But here's like the crazy thing. He's not middle aged. He's like 28 years old. Yeah. So this is a young, this is a relatively young white man that apparently just has a gun and is an idiot. Yeah. And I've seen, um, I've seen CSI too. So I, I do harbor all those stereotypes about white people, but I don't let it get, (laughs) I I don't let it get to me. I don't start calling 911 when I see a white dude walking down the street like, it's a serial killer. Somebody come, come get him. That's because there's consequences when we do that. Like, first of all, if we call 911 and the cops show up, the cops are going to cuff us first. So, I mean, let's just be real about it. Like, we calling the cops doesn't work for us. And then secondly, if we get a gun out and we shoot somebody who's white, we're going to jail. 
it's not there's no do not pass go there's no trial we're going to go to jail we're probably going to get beat up by the cops and we're going to be like made an example so it's just definitely in florida yeah and so it's just the system doesn't work like this for us so like for a black person to say well i'd never follow a white person doesn't really work because this system doesn't exist for us we don't even this is not a possibility for us and just the fact that it's a possibility for him against someone who's black and he's pretty much just walking. I haven't heard yet if he got pulled in or not, but I know that they have not made an arrest last I heard. And he's just walking around scot-free. That's the part that concerns me. Same gun. They didn't even With check. the guns still. They didn't even check his fucking record. I mean, like, I understand, you know, that, you know, cases like this happen all the time. And I always tell people, hey, listen, we got to be calm. We have to be, react- we, have to, we have to be measured. We have to see, think about what the other person, going through the other person's head. In this case, though, this is not one of those cases because this guy had no like he had no he reason to call? follow. Mark. He had no reason to do anything he did. Right. No reason. It's like you're a neighborhood watch guy. You don't. You're not even supposed to have a gun. You you might get a flashlight. Like you, like nobody takes you seriously. You're Your a neighborhood taser. watch. Right. You like know, you, flashlight cops laugh at neighborhood watch guys. Right. Like you have no. And that's standard. bad. Like, if a dude comes up to you and is like, hey, I pulled you over. You know why I pulled you over? Wait, who are you? It's like, I'm Neighborhood Watch. Oh, fuck you. Like, you can do whatever the fuck you want to a Neighborhood Watch guy because the Neighborhood Watch, they don't mean shit. That's like the people that will, like, come up to you talk about citizens arrest and shit. Like, you're not you, you know what Neighborhood Watch really is? Neighborhood Watch is, is like when they give uh, the kid that finished last a gold star in the, in the contest. <laughs> and make it good, 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 good. That's Everybody's the winner. Yeah, that's what Neighborhood Watch is. Neighborhood Watch is like, oh, you wanted to be a cop, but you couldn't. Right. So give you this flashlight and tell you to watch the, and, and watch the fucking uh, clubhouse in the pool like, and make sure nobody jumps in na- there. When they- neighborhood Watch is a guy who finally gave enough money at the policeman's charity ball to get a fake ah! badge. Right. Like, here's an honorary badge, buddy. Just don't don't shoot anybody, okay? You probably got the new, like, and, and, that, and, and that's what kills me about this case when, like, when the when, when the police chief was like, well, we didn't have probable cause to arrest him because, you know, you know, it looked like he was in a struggle, too. But, but here's what you're missing is that he initiated it. Right. And Martin had no reason. Martin, yeah, Martin had no reason to stop and listen to anything this motherfucker said because he ain't a fucking cop. He has no standing. So Martin could do whatever the fuck he wanted when this guy, this strange white guy or Hispanic guy, whatever he is, runs up on him. Martin can do whatever he wants, and he can walk away from him. And I know Zimmerman probably put his hands on him. Mm-hmm. And as soon as Martin went ahead and reacted to that, you know, I, I, I don't give a fuck if, if Zimmerman entered on the ground and got his nose bloody or whatnot. He initiated it. That's what you get. Yeah. He so, does not have the right to defend himself from somebody he initiated contact with. You cannot, you cannot pick a fight, then get your ass kicked, and then be like, well, it was self-defense. No! no! Right. It don't work that fucking way. I mean, yeah. that's what makes me so mad about this. I'm, uh, yeah. No, it shouldn't work that way, but unfortunately, in this like, case, that's the way it's working like for him. suddenly don't exist down there. Well, no, no, the, the law exists. The problem is that, for in this case, they don't want to actually exercise the law. And I, I won't well, want to yell have racism. A, they actually have a law on the books in Florida that says, like, uh, like you stand in your ground. And, and your ground. Law. And so you what's feel, if you feel, if you feel threatened, through by the NRA? Yeah. yeah. Well, if you, they have a law that basically says if, you, if you're if you standing your ground and you feel threatened, then it's okay to, uh, you know, uh, retali- retaliate, quote unquote, before they even preemptively do anything to you. And, that, and that's what and that's what the police chiefs were using for this. But the fact of the matter, if you read that law, they are completely misreading that law. Yeah. The law is bad. Don't get me wrong. Like you were saying, we need to change the law, blah, blah, blah. I absolutely agree with that down in Florida. If you're in Florida, you need to change that law. The law is fucking stupid. Right. Because 
first of all, you don't need a law to defend yourself. I mean, that, that's, that's, I mean, if you, no reasonable person would have put in jail for self-defense, unless, you know, unless there's racism involved, but no reasonable person would have been put in jail for self-defense when they've been attacked. I mean, that's just, it doesn't fucking happen. You don't need a law for that. But the way they're using this law, and they're saying that, well, he seems like he was, he was defending himself, so he, according to the law, no, 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 it doesn't work. It, they're completely misreading the way that law works. I mean, that's not, they're not following the law. Right, because that's exactly. not how the law works. You cannot pick a fight with somebody, then when the other person gets the upper hand in that fight, say, well, I killed him because I was defending myself. No, no, no. You still started the fight. Right. You right. are still criminally liable for what happened because you started the fight. That's what I was meaning when I was like, it's like the law doesn't exist anymore. Just yeah. with that right there because you started it. Okay, let me uh, yeah. play a little bit more. Then I actually have to play something from a witness of the, of the shooting. Sir, what is your name? George. He ran. Alright, George, what's your last name? Zimmerman. And George, what's the phone number you're calling from? What can? That sounds like he's loading a gun. It does. It does. It did sound like he was loading a cockpit. Alright, here we go. 407-435-2400. Alright, George, we do have him on the way. Do you want to meet with the officer when they get out there? Yeah. All right, where are you going to meet with them at? Um, if they come in through the uh, gate, tell them to go straight past the clubhouse. And uh, straight past the clubhouse and make a left. And then they go past the mailboxes. Let's see my truck. Okay, what, what address are you parked in front of? Um, I don't know. It's a cut through, so I don't know the address. Okay, do you live in the area? Yeah, yeah. Well, what, what's your apartment number? It's a home. It's 1950. Oh, crap. I don't want to get that out loud. I don't know where this kid is. Okay, do you want to just be with him right near the mailbox? Now, right there, he's even saying he's a kid. He's like, I don't know where this kid is. Right. Like, mm-hmm. just, I don't know, man. It's just his story of feeling threatened. When you feel threatened by somebody, you don't fucking chase after them with a gun. You know, in the middle of the night or whatever, you you just don't do that. I felt like, I felt threatened, so I decided to like. And you can hear the nine one one operator is trying to get him. It's trying to give drop him hints like, "Hey, dude, how about you go back to your how apartment? About you st- how about you stay back and let the cops do their job? Like, the, why don't the, you wait for the cops right, to get there? The show them where he went. The nine one one operator is trying to get him to understand that, but he's still not to because he's not afraid. Why? Because he's got a gun and he's thinking to himself, "Ah, I'm good." I'm going to handle it. He actually, you can tell by Zimmerman's voice that he wants to say, well, uh, the cops can just meet me wherever I'm going to detain this guy. I'm going to detain the cop, the guy, for, the, the team for him, for them, and they can just meet me. I'll call back. That's what he wants to say. Right. You can just hear that in his voice. It's fucking asshole. So, all right, man. Um, I'm not playing the rest of this, um, but there is another um, another tape, but it's from the news. And, and it's from a witness who initially, police kind of tried to lead the witness and the saying like, um, yeah, so don't um, say that uh, Trayvon Martin, the kid who got shot, was calling out for help. Obviously, it was George Zimmerman, the man who shot him, that was calling out for help. And, um, you know, later on, the, the, the eyewitness news went on and talked to the witness whose statement in the, apparently in the police report was only like two or three sentences. They talked to her for like 30 minutes. But I, I'll go ahead and just play the clip. 
Major News, an exclusive interview with the woman who heard a Sanford vigilante gun down a teenager on February 26th. Sanford police have said George Zimmerman's claims of self-defense kept them from arresting him, and now 10 days later, he's still free. That's fueling outrage around Central Florida and the nation. Channel 9's Darlene Jones has been breaking new developments on this story from the beginning, and she talked to the people who really know what happened. She leads off our team coverage with that exclusive interview tonight. And Darlene, police only took a two or three sentence statement from this woman. How long did you talk to her? Vanessa, I spent 30 minutes with her on camera and she told us her entire story. After we heard her out, we reached out to Sanford Police here at headquarters who told us they had been swamped with media requests and warned us we might not hear back from them today. The cry stopped as soon as the gun went off, so I know it was the little boy. Mary Kutcher said that cry for help got her attention the day 17-year-old Trayvon Martin was shot and killed in her backyard by George Zimmerman, a neighborhood vigilante. Until now, she's ignored repeated attempts by national and local media to share what she saw partially out of fear. So he said everything okay, and he just looked at us. And some asked him again, um... What's up? What's going on? Everything okay? And he just said, call, call the police. Kind of nonchalantly, like, leave me alone. According to this partial police report, Kutcher is one of six eyewitnesses Sanford police took a statement from that night. Kutcher said it was short and police never questioned her in detail until after she repeatedly reached out to them. Blew us off. And I called him back again and I said, wow. They blew her off? Yeah, what were you going to say, Chris? How you gotta I'll, call the police and say, "Hey, I'm a witness." I was just about to say, you know, you know, you know, you know what really throws me off about this is, uh, she sounds white. Is she white? Yeah, yes, Mary Cutcher is. is a white lady. I was shocked to see it, she was see, a white lady. So right, so and you they, even have a white people come. Uh, this is not like a like people keep. It's racial, but it's like you have witnesses coming out saying, "Listen, yo, no, like, this, this is, ain't yeah, right." Right, she really, just shot that little boy. Like that's basically what she said. Yeah, yeah. like the scream stopped. After the gun went off, so it had to be the child. And who feels threatened by a 70-year-old kid yelling for help? Thank you. Who feels threatened by that? Like, I've never had someone yell for help and me think, oh, he's going to really hurt me now. Yeah. Oh, man. All right, here's some more. said, I know this was not self-defense. There was no punching, no hitting going on at the time, no wrestling. Kutcher believes whatever confrontation there was, it ended before they got to her backyard. And she believes Zimmerman continued to chase Martin as he tried to get home. Police said Zimmerman had a bloody nose and blood on the back of his head. And he told police he was yelling for someone to help, but no one would. Kutcher believes even if Martin got the best of Zimmerman, it's no excuse to kill an unarmed teenager half his size. I assumed he's going to be arrested. Yeah, he took that. Uh, clearly, one thing I can say from all this, one thing I will assume, he clearly took that ass whooping. Um, yeah, yeah. So George he Zimmerman put, he got put his, his hands on that boy, and that boy whooped his ass. Yeah. Oh, and say that again, uh, Jessica. He clearly got mad that a little ass child whooped his ass because he and he was. I didn't realize that he was bigger than him. Yeah, and this is part of. <laughs> self-defense story even more bogus because who is afraid of a 17 year old child because i've seen 17 year olds that are like eight feet tall i would be a little scared of you but if yeah. i'm but if you if i'm bigger than you and you're 17 get the hell out of here and it, and this is part of old man strength now a lot of people will go but how's this old man strength he used a gun listen <laughs> the key to old man strength is only one thing 
you're not gonna they lose. They will not lose. No matter what. You are <laughs> That's the only fucking lose. factor in old man's strength. It's not that they're literally stronger so much stronger than, than you. you. At the prime of your life, you will bench more weight than you will when you're old. It's just a fact. <laughs> but the proof is when it's time for fucking fighting, old people don't lose to young people nope. even if they have to they kill them. They break all the rules. They don't care about rules. We have rules. Like, oh man, Chris, like if I fought Chris, I'd be like, oh man, Chris whooped my ass. I got to live with that. But if I fought a ten year old, I gotta fucking kill that kid because I can't live with that. It's just right. it's the rule. Uh, like, what kills me about this is that the police chief is really acting like this is one of his officers that shot somebody. Right. Like I, I'm not saying it's right, but when it's one of your own, I can, I see why people like people try to act like they don't understand that. But I, I, I we totally we we get that. I mean, every every group does that. When right. it's one of your own. You kind of try to protect him. It's just it's what happens. But Zimmerman isn't one of his own. And I don't understand. Like, to me, there's something bigger going on here. Like, there's something they're trying to cover up, and it's not mm-hmm. this. Because there's, I don't understand why they're putting their neck. Why the police department is ruining. They're literally they're ruining, ruining their, reputation. their reputation with yes. the community. Their, yes. their, their reputation the might be yes. bad already. But they are literally going out of their way to shoot themselves in the face right. with this. By trying to defend this guy, when all they had to do was come out and be like, "Oh no, we're we're arresting, we're arresting this dude. him, and we'll let them figure it out in the course of them." But we're going to do our job and arrest this motherfucker, and we'll let the DA and whatnot figure it out. So, to me, there's something else going on here. I like, agree. I feel like if they arrest Zimmerman, Zimmerman knows something about the police department or something's going on there. I agree. That's, that's the I only agree. way for this to work I agree with that. because there's no. When in the in the situation the way it is now, unless they already got something to lose, right? Unless there's something that Zimmerman knows that can bury the police department, there's no reason why they're protecting him right now because it's an easy. I, and I hate to, I said this on my show when we did this when I talked about it first. I hate to, to put this down as a win because a, a young man lost his life, but this is an easy win for the police department. You arrest a motherfucker that shot a, a, an unarmed black teenager who was innocent. You arrest him. He yeah. shot him dead. There's no. There's no. You know, there, there, there's no question about it. He admitted it. Uh, there's more evidence to show that he completely disregarded this man's life and went out of his way to do it. So you arrest him, and then if the DAs, you know, figure out there's not enough uh, evidence to, to, to keep the indictment, well, then you put that on them. You do your job as a police officer. That's though. right. Yeah, I just the don't know man, what, what that could be protected, man. Like, I just don't see what is the angle for the police in this, uh, when it comes to protecting this man, um, and why not just burn him? Like I, do, I really yeah. don't know what he and, has well, on and, him. What, and, yeah. what they, what they, what they did was if there's ever a time to well, just the, he is, set a, an example. Yeah, he's apparently called in a lot to the police, called in a lot to nine one one, and so to me, what that makes me think is he has a relationship with, with somebody. Them. And the, the cop that that, that questioned the 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 um, that questioned him first was a narcotics cop. Mm. It wasn't like a beat cop. It was a narcotics cop. So it then gets me wondering, okay, why does why is a narcotics cop at the scene on this? Yeah. Like what's going on here? Zimmerman's so probably I'm, a dealer. I, yeah, exactly. I'm there, He's probably there, a dealer. I, I really feel there. like you know there's what something I'm else. Addicts, he probably yeah. is the meth supplier for that little town. Or well, he's the CI or something's going on. Well, here's here's, here's the thing. Here's a, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Even if y'all are both wrong, which y'all might be, because we don't know, right? Right, right? Even if y'all are both wrong, the reason that they're fucking up is because exactly what we're doing right now. 
we're speculating because they have not given us information and they have not held this man accountable so we have no point like there's like sometimes people are like man you should never answer when people are questioning da 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 no sometimes you have to answer because speculation is worse than whatever the fuck actually happened yes sir like even if it's something as simple as look we just felt a kinship with this dude he was calling us all the time he was a neighborhood watch guy he was you know involved in police activities and helping us out and we thought that we could at least give him a shot at explaining his pie at blah, 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 blah. Even if that's the truth. And it's not something like he got pictures of the police commissioner fucking a little boy. Even mm-hmm. if it's something simple. They have already fucked up by letting us speculate for over 10 days yes. now. Yeah, and, and also, pretty and, much. And also, like, they lost the PR yeah. battle a long and, time and, ago. And also, I think they lost the battle for the fact that it turned into a racial issue when it didn't have to be a racial issue. If they would have initially arrested him, people would have still been angry. And yes, race may have been mm-hmm. a part, but because you don't erase willfully, you, you make people angry because everybody is like, hey, how come we're not being fair? You know, yeah, when other from, people shoot people. We, we, we don't get this same. Go ahead, Adjutant Jay. I was going to say, yeah, Karen's right. It went from George Zimmerman as a racist to, man, the entire Florida Police Department are racist. It it went from just one person obviously doing something that seemed racist uh, because, like, we don't know what he thinks. And he hasn't come out and, like, said, well, I I hate black people. But it went from something that seemed racist at the very least fueled by stereotype to this grand, like, uh, almost like a grand cover-up just yeah. to, just because for nothing, no other reason, if you have to speculate, is like, we just don't care about black right. people. It's the yes. difference between Karen and institutionalized racism. You know, like, ah, Karen, ah. Karen on an individual level of racism is adorable. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, the other day, we were leaving from um, the post office, and we saw a bunch of Mexican dudes sitting in a parking lot, and Karen assumed that they were looking for wet work. And, did not say that. You said that, sir. And I, and I was like, "Wow, you know that's I did that's not say that. that's racist, but that's adorable." To the fucking entire police department of Miami, going, "Okay, that that's a little different. See, this different. is just I don't, I don't have any racism. rules, any regulations. I don't I don't you know pass laws. My job is not to tackle criminals." Yeah. So, all right, I, let me finish playing her, and then we're gonna move on to some some funny shit because this is killing me. I will tell you, and he wasn't. As I said, we spent an hour with her, 30 minutes of that. Okay, okay, slight funny moment before we move on. If you ever go watch this video, um, when they cut back to the black lady, uh, it's kind of windy, and she's, like, doing her hair before, they, before, before she starts talking. Like, there's a moment where she's like, let me get my get my hair tight. Okay. Oh, back home? Okay, girl, yes. Now, like I was saying. Before the wind. camera blew. at 6, why she decided to speak out now. Reporting live in Seminole County in Sanford, Darlene Jones, Channel 9, I would now, Sanford police pointed to a state statute for not making an immediate arrest, and they sent us a copy of the law entitled Justifiable Use of Force. But our legal analyst reviewed the statute, and it says if, if Zimmerman was told by 911 to not confront Martin and did anyway, the statute is not on his side. Exactly. Deadly for- yeah, go ahead, Chris. And that's why, I mean, I know we want to move on, but that's why the police chief, Lee, I don't know his first name, but police chief Lee, mm-hmm. fuck him. Like, he needs to be gone. Yeah. Because he said two things to me, that uh, two things at, at press conferences or to the press, that I'm like, you, you really should have kept it to yourself. The first one, when, when asked why they didn't arrest 
Zimmerman for shooting the kid. He was like, well, people that you know, the people that are asking for us to arrest him are really trying to violate his civil rights. Excuse me? Huh? Violate his civil rights. Excuse me? His civil rights? He shot of somebody. What? Being able to shoot somebody? Like, that's not a civil right. Even people that do it in self-defense, if it's questionable, they arrest you arrest and they let the courts figure that shit out. And to me, this is about as questionable as you can get. It's not self-defensive. If I go into, like, if I come into your house, Rod, and nobody else is there, and I shoot you, and then be like, when two people come up, well, you know, what happened? Well, you know, I came over just to video, borrow a video game, and he attacked me, so I had to shoot him. Self-defense. Like, oh, well, 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 he's dead, and nobody else saw it, so we're going to assume that you're telling the truth, because you got a bloody nose, so... That, like you no, can't just call self defense like it's uh timeout in basketball. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like, oh yeah, I, I it was the Valentine's Day massacre up in here, but um self defense, nigga. Alright, see you guys later. It don't work well, like that. It, yeah, you know how when you're, you know how when you're kids and you're playing that game and somebody's like you know, uh, you, you play the superpower rule, and you're like, somebody's all of a sudden they make up some rules like, oh, no, see, I had a super invisible seal, and so yeah. you really couldn't <laughs> see me. And that's what this nigga really did, and they're like, oh, well, okay, well, we can't really arrest him because he has that super invisible seal he yeah. just called, and so you know, we like, can't. Like, during, during the next, during the next. And then all of a sudden, someone turns around with that bullshit, like, oh, I got a tornado. Yeah. <laughs> Rock, paper, scissors, <laughs> but I got a gun, so. Yeah. <laughs> during the next, like, during the next Columbine shooting, some kid's gonna be like, oh, no, it's self defense. Yeah, and, and, I, and I guess the way my perspective of it is this I, uh, people in general are stupid when it comes to racism. Uh, have people forgot about Rodney King? Have people forgot about all these uproars in the past? Mm-hmm. And I think that. Especially with the police and the way the police are look completely different in the communities and officers know this. It looks like the people for the PR standpoint, like Adjective J said, would have been on it a lot better and cleaner than this. Than to risk an uproar in the community, a huge uproar in the community and across the nation because you didn't initially arrest him. Like I said, you could have said this is one person being racist. Now it looks like a whole police department being racist, which makes it a bigger issue than it didn't have to be. Yeah. Okay, all right. Let me let, let me and, keep playing this because we're starting to repeat the same points we've been making. So okay. let me let me just finish this video and then we can move on. Force in this instance was unlawful and a valid arrest could have been made. Bill Schaefer also says that ultimately an arrest could be made and likely should be made. Then the state would decide if the charges stick. Under the facts of this case, as we know it, it appears that it was an abuse of discretion for Sanford not to effect an arrest and send it to the state attorney's office. Sanford police have said there was no probable cause for an arrest of Zimmerman, but again, it is now in the hands of the state attorney's office. Today, hundreds of people rallied at a Sanford church calling for the shooter's arrest. Justice for Trayvon! Close to 400 people showed up alongside pastors from... God damn, these niggas look mad. Oh, yeah. Shit. <laughs> Yo, arrest this nigga tonight. I'm, I'm serious. Are y'all because serious? You, because you're risking a riot. I don't mean a harm. Like, Oh, like, my God. You, you, you literally are risking a riot. Um, I'm going to put this video in the chat. Y'all go to 348. Three minutes and 48 seconds. And 
arrest this nigga yes. tonight. And, and, I, and, and, and I think people underestimate uh, community rage, black, white, whatever, just community rage. It ain't nothing to play with, ain't nothing to fuck with. Uh, you mess around every brand of the city down because oh y'all don't arrest people. Oh, yo, Mickey, Mickey Mouse unpacked his bags up and got the fuck out of Dodge. Oh, Donald Duck, <laughs> Goofy, oh, they is out. Yo, it is specifically two brothers and they roll with deep. no smile on their face at all. They are looking like, where does this dude live? I am going to get yeah, some. He's getting death threats. One oh, thing yes. Yeah, they're going to get some hard pipe-hitting niggas. Um, come <laughs> yes, I, I, yeah, yeah uh, he better move. Like, like yeah, because his address like is that. in that, uh, that call. Yes, it yeah. is. Like, he really better move. This, this is the last thing that, that the police chief said. I mean, and I think this is also probably will be why, the, you know, black people are so mad in that video. This is, what he, this is what he actually said, the police chief. We're taking a beating over this, said Lee, who defends the investigation. This is very unsettling. I'm sure if George Zimmerman had the opportunity to relive Sunday, February 26th, he'd probably do a lot of things differently. I'm sure Trayvon would, too. <gasps> Wait, so what did Trayvon do wrong again? Was, was he not allowed to walk down the street at night because you're black, you need to stay inside? Yeah. Yeah, he left the house after dark. Should he have dodged the bullets like the Matrix? See, see, that's why the black people were so mad in that video. Because, see, if I was in Orlando, I'm not going to lie, I'll be burning some shit down. Yeah, and, uh, it's and, time to ride. Yeah, and, and, and it makes you very, very, very upset because it makes you think, is my life valuable in our country as a black person? And it didn't have to go there, but that's what it makes you feel like, shit, I can't walk to the store without being considered a criminal i can't you know just send my baby out and say well baby going up to the street and buy mama soda uh back of m&ms without him getting shot a few feet from the front of the house and right. this is where the rage is coming in and it didn't have to be this way but it is this way because you didn't arrest him i'm waiting on somebody waiting on the police chief to come out and be like hey man at least the white state and just like see if everybody moves on and, and right. I, don't, I don't think right. it's gonna work. Right. He's, like, he's like, "Hey, man, hey, the Magic's still going to the playoffs." Oh, I'm sorry. No, was I not supposed to say that? the country, they want the 911 audio released or George Zimmerman's arrest within the next two weeks. If not, they'll move forward with plans for a march and rally at the next city commission meeting. We're still going over our interviews. Yo, can I also give a shout out to the fact that these are some very reasonable Negroes? Because mm-hmm. they were even like. Look, man, you got two weeks, ten business days to figure this out. And uh, if not, we're going to have a march. Uh, and then after that, we'll see what's going on. But, like, you, man, if this is, like, do the right thing, trash cans yeah. would have been through the window already. Yeah, Boo boxes everywhere. That's, you know, I think, I, I think this is what I'm actually proud about. I'm actually proud that they're not going that far. Because there's a lot of times when there's a – there's something going on, and you see people go too hard, and it's a questionable case. There's a case where you're like, well, I think you guys are going a little bit overboard. This is a case where if you were going overboard, I couldn't even get mad. Like, right. I, can't, I can't even get mad. I'm not saying you should call Zimmerman and give him death threats, but I can't even be mad if you do that. Right. But like for the most part, people are being – they're upset and outraged, but they're being rational about it. They're not burning down shit in the streets. You know, yeah. even yeah. Rodney King, it's like, well, the nigga was high on PCP. It's like, you know, like, <laughs> like, like well, he did yeah. something wrong. Yeah. You know, well, he did something wrong. With Trayvon Martin, he did nothing wrong. Right. And it's like, if there was any other time to literally burn down a city, I'm telling you like this. This is going to be the last thing we talk about. Because I, I can't do it anymore because I'm just getting so upset. Yeah, I got to stop it. If they don't arrest Zimmerman, 
I hope Martin's family sues the entire state of Florida. Yes. And I hope that that'll be our 40 acres as black people. And we can just go down there, kick those old Jewish white folk out and be like, yeah, niggas moving in. Because <laughs> we own Florida now. Florida is not part of ours. We got it. Fuck you, motherfuckers. Because you know what? Y'all should have listened to us. I, I, won't, I won't even front. If all the black people moved out there, I'm staying here. I'm not gonna. Fret. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not gonna lie to y'all. I'm sorry. Good, y'all can have it. I already don't like we, that state. We'll we, we send you food and water. We'll be sure you make it there safely. We'll pay oh, for no, your no, postage. No, 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 right, right. We we ain't gotta we ain't gotta live there. We, we gotta, gotta do, own it. We gotta go down there, own it, oh. and then trash the motherfucker. Because white people love Florida. Okay. So yeah, we, yeah. 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 I'm, I'm down with I'm, that. I'm I want to go. That. I want to go in an old white folks' home and just like piss on it and going back. Right. That's Drive it. back like, to Charlotte. <laughs> What we need to do, we need to like own it, and so that we do things like we go to Orlando, we go to like uh, Disney World, and we like you know we make them, we we take all the the, the food they have there out, and we like just serve chitlins. Like, it's all yeah. you serve. I'm going to Disney World. <laughs> ah! I'm going to Disney World with my black face and Mickey Mouse hands, and um, <laughs> definitely taking a picture with Goofy. Yeah. That's that's <laughs> happening. <laughs> my, my, my goal isn't to like own Florida and like live there. It's to Make it so uncomfortable for old Jewish white folks to live there. <laughs> they they got they got to move out because you know that's where they want to go, and they just be mad as fuck. They'd be like, they'd be sitting in Georgia, be like, I, I, I want to go to Florida, but you know, black people own it now. Yeah, and, and my only one who thinks it's my only one who thinks it's a good opportunity to just like buy the entire state and then just charge them rent. Like I like <laughs> the idea of just like charging them rent and be like, all right, well y'all just pay us to stay here. And you know, right. hey, you can still make it uncomfortable and still and just Definitely. take that rent up. Just hike that rent up high. Don't make it section eight and still make and then make the rent real high. Even better idea. You know what? We leave it exactly the way it is, but we just reverse racism it, yo. They come in there. We still have black cops who would pull over Jewish white folks. Like, hey. <laughs> sir, uh, sir, do you know what I pulled you over for? Uh, no, I don't. Well, you were doing uh, 35 and a 55, and you had your left blinker on for the last Three 20 miles. minutes. Uh, yes. I'm going to have to see your license and registration. Right, right, right. <laughs> Step off the car, sir. All right, there's only 20 more seconds of this news report. I'm, I'm assuming nothing's good in it, but I'll finish playing it. With those protesters, and in 30 minutes, we'll show you what a city commissioner told them she wants done with the Sanford police chief. Tell me. You can depend on eyewitness news and Channel 9's Darlene Jones to get to the bottom of what really happened in this vigilante shooting. And if you have information for Darlene, you can tweet her. Her Twitter name is at symbol Darlene Jones, all one word. Damn. They they let you snitch on the internet it's now. What really yeah. happened in the title? It was a vigilante shooting. Yeah. What really happened? What you I, mean I think I think I, 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 for some hope. I, I really think that I do think that you know knowing that that caller was white. I really think that there are some white people that are just disgusted by this as we are. Yes, uh, you know? yeah, the yeah. The witness is yes, white. It uh, is. There's a like. There's a very few open and shut cases of racism in 2012. This is one of them. Right. You know, right. or just like, okay, racist shit is happening. I, you know, I'm, actually, I'm actually hoping that what what happens is, you know, even though the law is bullshit, I'm actually hoping the NRA comes out and is like on some, yo, what he did doesn't call on the law, on some, the law's not the problem, it's this motherfucker, and they just pull support, and they distance them from him. Like, that would be the perfect, that would be the perfect scenario. Here's what I'm hoping. What I'm hoping is that we can get some person, some white man, somebody who knows some video editing skills. Hey man, can you make a thirty-minute video about Trayvon Martin like you did about Joe, uh, Coney? I said so <laughs> because like there's certain things that like I said like people were mad about that Coney shit. Some people there was backlash and stuff to some of it. Some people were you know emboldened to action and whatnot. Um, this seems tailor-made for just if we put enough attention on these people mm-hmm. nationally, 
they will have to wilt to the public sentiment yes, they that will. we are watching them and we see that they are about to do something entirely fucked up. Um, yeah. And I kind of feel like this is tailor made for that. But in this lazy ass generation of, uh, you know, people, we need it reduced down to a 30 minute video with, you know, a white kid in there being explained to why it's OK to kill black kids for no reason. And we would all go. Oh, and we would get enough um, liberal white people who normally don't give a fuck about us to say, oh, yeah, that is what? right. There's, there's not just child soldiers in fucking uh, Uganda that we need to be worried about. There's well, here, black people problem, here. What you're trying to do. The problem with what you're trying to do is um, those liberal white people and those celebrities that, you know, were retweeting the Coney thing. Were, the reason why they did that is because that shit was overseas and they ain't really got to do shit for it. When you actually start doing shit closer to the home, then the motherfuckers are like, well, I actually then am close. It's in my state. I actually got to do something? Oh, oh no. no. I'd rather just, you know. Well, I would like to see them try. That's all I'm saying. A 30-minute, yeah, thir- yeah. tightly edited video would explain it to a white kid why it's okay to shoot black people down the street and why that's not cool. Um, I really think that uh, it would make more headway than what we try now, which is just black people slave crime, and then all the all the white people turning us off because they're just like it's just one of those Jesse Jackson Al Sharpton NAACP things. Whereas yeah. if we did have a tightly edited video, at least the young white people would be like, you know what, I did appreciate the way that they faded to black on those scenes, and uh, you know some of the transitions were pretty good. So and I and I think that white kids I adorable. like the plot to it. If they yeah. put it on YouTube. It must be true. It must be true. Yeah. Seventy five million views. Let's go ahead and change some shit. All right. I have random thoughts because we gotta lighten this shit up. God damn. Yeah, um, I decided to hide my laziness by claiming not to believe in gender roles. So <laughs> I, I, I've decided that my new shit is gonna be like taking out the trash. A woman can do that as well as a man, Karen. Yes, they can. You know, you should be empowered as a female and also folding the clothes. Any one of us can fold the clothes. It's not just my job. Why don't you do it? Because you're a strong woman. You know, and and the least favorite thing to do of the whole laundry process. Yeah. Now go cook. You know, now go in there in the kitchen and cook. And also... I respect you because you work 40 hours a week, so make sure you keep bringing in those checks because I believe women should be able to be paid as much as a man. I do, too, and you, and, and, and my thing when it comes to uh, the things around the house, I really don't believe in gender roles. I feel like this. Your ass stay here, too. You eat. Your yeah. clothes get dirty, too. <laughs> your socks funk, too. Mm-hmm. Like, as far as, you know, and my thing is that um, a lot of people get into the gender role shit like it matters. Now, nah, whoever gets to it gets to it. And I say just, you know, because women already do this. Fellas, am I right? Up top. Women ah. already do the whole, like, I believe in gender roles when they benefit me, nigga. <laughs> like, I, they, are, they already pull that game. If you don't believe me, try to holler at a chick that's sitting around a group of chicks in the club. Yeah, right. then all of a sudden it's oh you gotta buy reparations for the entire fucking chairs and shit. But but <laughs> but, but then it, but then if you said some shit like yo I took you out on a date and that lobster was fucking fifty dollars I know I'm getting some ass right. Uh uh-uh, uh stop right there. I am not a whore. So I'm I'm saying fellas why don't y'all do the same thing? Why don't y'all believe in gender roles when it's only convenient for you? Listen listen everybody knows there are gender roles in a house fire yo. Well, why is you run out of the house before me? It's like, no, 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 no. When there's a house fire, we got gender roles in. It's like, right. 
<laughs> right when the, when the ship when the ship is sinking when the ship is sinking I'm gonna be like uh, they're like women and children first uh uh-uh. uh <laughs> now see I do not believe that a man is any more important than a woman vi- or vice versa so I'm gonna hop on this lifeboat <laughs> and I'm gonna let this poor chick drown with my diamonds <laughs> Talk that. I mean, like like I'm sorry but uh. Uh, when, not, when it comes to house rules, again, when you're in a relationship, you know, you, you work that out, you know, yeah. whatever the rules are. But when a woman comes up to me and, and, like, you're dating or something like that, and she makes it a point to sit there and say, well, you know, I don't believe in gender roles and things like this, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, all right, cool. So that means, like, you know, uh, if we get robbed, I ain't got to defend your honor or nothing like that, right? Because, you know, we <laughs> right. we Like, in the Batman origin story, I feel like Bruce Wayne's dad should have been like, uh, I'm sorry, uh, criminal who's about to shoot my wife, but she is a liberated woman. Okay, and she can take a bullet just as much as I can. Right, right. So basically, I can use you as a, I can use you as a human shield to get out of there. So yeah. like when the zombie apocalypse happens, oh, you know, geez. I ain't got to really, you know, I ain't got to worry about that. I ain't got to worry about defending yeah. you, right? You better walk on the closest side of the uh, street to the cars. You know what I mean? Like, like, why can't you? What, I can take a car better than you can take a car? And that's why I have no problem saying generals are fine with me because you know what? You get out and pump the gas in the yeah, morning. I can't I'm get, a, yeah. You're right. You and it look, means right, that I've got to make you a sandwich when we get back. I feel like that's a fair trade because you still got out the car. Right. And you did more of that physical stuff than and, I did. And actually, that's not a fair trade. But that's almost, fair almost, almost you cook, though. You know what, you know what Jessica? It, that works for me and Karen. It, mm-hmm. And that's why I can never pull that card on her because no. she has never once hit me with the cook. You know, she's never no, hit me with that. No, I so don't. I, I, I yeah. can't even like say like I don't this, get nasty anything. Yeah. I'm, I, I, I sure That's will. Fine. All this ether that I've been saving for the years, yeah. I can't no. pull it out. Like if I ever like, I'll be testing her sometimes. I'll be like, oh, why don't you clean the upstairs bathroom like a woman is supposed to? And she's like, okay, no problem. You gonna cut the grass? I'm like, God damn it! Hey, it's hot outside. I didn't want to do that. I, 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 hey, that's the hey, that's the fair trade. How did you know? <laughs> um, <laughs> Like, oh, you want me to do all this? That's fine. Go outside. Right. Um, I mean, like, it's their thing. Any woman, any, when, when, uh, my when car some, is dirty. And when, when, when some woman comes out there and so, makes a point of trying to say, there, you know, I don't believe in these gender roles and we should all be blah, blah. I'm like, all right, cool. So let's say we're together, we're married, and right now somebody breaks into the house. So is it me that goes downstairs and checks to see if everything's okay while you're on the phone? Or is it you that goes downstairs while I huddle behind you with the phone going through? I think somebody might be in the house and they might have a knife. I mean, come on. Yeah. I, yeah. I lost that fight. Um, I was told that because I was larger, I was be, I was, because, you know, I'm bigger than she is, then I should go down because I have a better chance of surviving. Wow. Yes. I would say that too. <laughs> yeah, I actually remember. I, I, I ain't I actually, mad at her for that. I actually remember Adjective J, uh, I heard that 911 call and he was like, he's looking at me, he's coming right towards me. Uh, <laughs> he's acting, he's acting crazy. He, he appears to be black and listening to music. Um, People do realize that that a knife strike to your vital organs is still a knife strike to your vital. Still the same, right. yeah, still the same. Doesn't matter the size, but you know. But that's why whenever I just, it was a logical argument, I couldn't say anything back. I was like, "You're right. I am a little bit bigger than you. I'll go see what's happening." But, um, but the thing about it is, God, we know we can't win that argument, and so we don't right. even bother. Most of the time, we don't even bother trying to. We just like, all right, cool. We do no bullshit. We just you, like, like that's you know, the, that just sounds. I like to challenge men's manhood into doing things for me. Like I'll be like, like let's say there's a drink that I don't really want to fi- finish drinking, so I'll say to my dude, I'm like, oh, you know, take a sip. Right. He can't turn it down. 
Not only that, no, like, I, I, I drunk, I drunk enough today. I'm like, oh, I can't finish this. There's, video. there's some women. There are some women who have challenged a man's manhood into fucking them. Like I've seen, that's I've cool. seen it, I've seen it work that's before. Cool. I've seen it work before where somebody be like, yeah, uh, you know what? You're just not my type. I'm not, I'm not really trying to holler at you. She'd be like, oh, cause you some type of homosexual is like, bitch, I will fuck you. <laughs> you fucking, how dare you? You're going to take this dick. Like by the end, then you wake up in the morning? Like what the fuck was I thinking? This is a moped. Um, <laughs> all right, man. So, but the other, the other day, man, I, I don't know about you guys, but nothing tickles my fancy more than indignant middle-aged white men. Like, oh, oh God, there's nothing better that'll make me laugh. We went to the post office uh, yesterday it was, and it was beautiful. It was a clusterfuck of why capitalism is better than whatever the fuck else Obama is peddling. Yes. Yeah. Holla at me, uh, Republicans. I know y'all yes. like that joke. Um, but um, it was this lady. Oh, and I, shout out to this lady. Her name. I'm not bullshitting you. Was sharing pig with two G's. Yeah. And she did look like a pig, man. Like, she, yeah, yeah, it was, it was one of those, it was very, it was very unfortunate, dude. It was one of those, like, when I saw her name tag, cause I, you know, I was like fourth in line, so it took forever. But when I finally got to her and saw her name tag, I was like, oh no, baby, I wanted to hug her. I wanted to be like, oh, I know your life has been fucked up, man. You're already kind of yes. fat. You're a white woman. You're, 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 you're annoying as shit. And she was like annoyingly bad at her job. Mm-hmm. And now, and now some people are bad at their jobs and it's just bad. Like, oh, you are incompetent. That's a different type no. of bad. I'm talking about she was good at her job, but she was annoying. Like, she talked yes. too fucking much. She's only one person. The line is five people long. It's taking her forever to do everything. She you is... Know, say, can't say, be annoying and have a, a name that describes you. No! I missed her name. Sharon Sharon Pig with two G's and she's an overweight fat white woman right and I felt bad for her like it wasn't even a judgment of like oh you're fat so you suck it was just like oh god that's unfortunate like you should change your name change your name to something else put my first name on it don't do first and last right she even like and like she was like um, one of those people that has to let you know everything Everything. that she's thinking about Yeah. so like somebody was like oh I would like to get a roll of uh, pumpernickel stamps for my, you know, one of those people that like, I need to send out Christmas cards and they all need pumpkins on them or some shit like that. So she was like, let me go check the safe. And she's like stopping and talking to everybody. She's the only person working the register. The line is getting deep. She's going back in the safe. She didn't find it. She comes back. She's like, you know, they only had the rolls of the other stamps, but they yes. did. We were out of the sheets. I did look everywhere, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, um, shut the fuck up. And the lady... <laughs> The lady who she went to look for was looking like, okay, I didn't think you needed to go and look in the safe. That wasn't really, like, the most important thing in the world. But I'll take the roll of stamps. That's fine. And she's like, okay, uh, I'll just take the roll. And then Sharon Pig just keeps fucking talking. Yes. Before Sharon she finished, we, we knew this. We knew that it was a co-worker that went through her drawer. Mm-hmm. They kept taking her shit out of her drawer. Yep. She's an older lady. Yep. She's about 80 years old. And she has she an attitude. On, yeah, she has an attitude. And she, I was like, why the fuck am I hearing about her co-workers that are not here? And there was a dude, a white man, it about was, 45 to 50 years old. It was hilarious. That just couldn't he had take enough. it he anymore. Oh, no. And this dude, loud as fuck, in front of everybody, was just like, 
God damn, I'm going to fucking UPS because at least they would have had my shit out on time. And he takes his package and he storms at the front door. He was like, it is worth the extra money. Yes. And I was dying. Yes. Oh, and I wanted me, to laugh so bad. My God, me and Roderick literally cut eyes at each other. And we tried everything at our power, y'all, to keep straight faces. Because, see, for us, the shit was hilarious. Yes. Oh. And I was like, oh, my God, if I bust out laughing right here, I know everybody would think we the two most insistent black folks in yeah. here. Man, I'm telling you, two, two, I'm telling you, old middle-aged white men, when they finally go off, they're the best. <laughs> they Like, I'm not saying that they're, they don't scare me. Like, I still would step to a middle-aged white man in a, in a verbal argue, argument and feel like I could carry his ass. I'm, I'm still only afraid of uh, overweight oh. black women and gay men. Those are the only two groups. Ah. I, you, I don't give a fuck what. The, a gay dude could bully me in public, and y'all will be like, Rod fell off. <laughs> I don't have shit to say to that dude. Like he, he could come over and be like, this is my VIP table. And I'd be like, you, you got it, man. I, I don't. You can't, you can't, you can't, you can't win against a gay dude. You can't, it's, not in a verbal not, altercation, hell no. And if you do step to him and get physical and get your ass whooped, you can never go back to that place forever. No, because uh, I don't like I don't care what you believe about gender equality and all that shit. Um, life don't work like that. You can't come back and be like, yeah, I know that uh, so and so beat my ass, but it's all good because I believe that people are equal in fighting steals and it doesn't matter what kind of. Oh, wait, no one else believes that. OK, well, I will stop coming to this court. So outweigh you like the game you could bench press you. Right. And they would still be like, you got you got to ask me about that gay dude. But he's like a UFC fighter. It's right. Like, nah, it doesn't matter, yo. He's, he was gay, though. So you're like, but he's, he trains to fight. Like, he could have been like an ex-Marine who has like... And they'd be like, well, no, so obviously you, you know... People don't care. And plus, gay dudes be in mad shape compared to straight dudes. Yeah. And, and they can like, and then they got that unorthodox fighting style. I don't know how to combat that shit. He would whoop your ass on like some like UFC type shit, and then people would still be like, "You got your ass kicked by a fag, right?" You're they fag. don't they don't like, even care. What? No, no. You're like, oh, I can never come here again. That's right. You are now. Matter of fact. You're gay now. You're gay. Yeah, that's exactly what most people would say. Like, ma- like, like the actual gay dude, the actual gay dude that we discriminate against, he's actually cool with us. And because he whooped your ass. But you, no. You are now the gay dude. And on you're the banned. So I don't, like I said, man, it's a hierarchy of people that I don't fuck with. On the basketball court, same thing. I don't like defending women. I don't like defending gay dudes. Handicapped people. Kids. Nope. Because when they score, that shit counts like 12 times more than yours. Right. <laughs> let a woman score on you in a pickup game, dog. Let it happen and see what happens. Oh, you can't win. No, that's terrible. I, I hated guarding women whenever you could. Because the only thing you could do is, you know, you know, I, I forgot the only the only defense you have against a woman is never let her catch the ball yeah. on a court. That's what you got to do. You have, you have to play off the ball defense and never let her catch the ball. Because if you get the yeah. ball, it's over. It's a wrap. Even if you it's foul a- her, it's like, you had to foul a girl. <laughs> like I, I'm not gonna front. I'm gonna tell y'all what I do, man. I don't know if everybody's. This is not gonna go over well, but fuck it. This is the truth. Whenever I defend a woman, I talk mad shit. Like I like honestly, there's this girl Aaliyah who's like uh, she possibly go to Duke in the next couple of years. She's really really good at basketball, and I think she's only a sophomore in high school. But when I defend Leah, uh, Aaliyah, I will say shit like, uh, "That's why you need to get back in the kitchen." Dead serious. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's why you just got the right to vote. 
even though women's suffrage happened before black people were able to vote but i don't give a fuck it does not need to make sense i just need that when she shoots it not to go in because if she starts busting my ass i have to go home i can't just be like i can't just be like sign me up again because they're gonna be like oh because that girl was busting your ass yeah you're right dog i should go home hey why did this dude you have a triple double if she scores once she just busts your ass yes you cannot win that is so true because when i play video games and i suck at video games but let me get that one win no. All I need is one win. You'll hear about that one win for the rest of your life. I don't care if we never play the game again and it breaks. And the same th- the same thing goes for breaks. kids. Like some people are like, "Oh, Rod, that's so misogynistic." Uh, you're right, but uh, let me just tell you like this. Um, also, little kids can get it too. Everybody can get it. Every on the court, everybody can get. It. Like if I like if a little kid like cross me up and like scores on me or some shit. The next thing I'm saying is, yeah, well, at least I've been inside some pussy. Like I'm, you got, like he gotta know. You, I can't accept that type of humiliation in public, dog. I can't, dude, dude. dude that's why I actually find the, uh, the, the the those NBA Grand Hill commercials about you can't say gay, and I, I find them. I'm like, no, because on the basketball court there is no such thing as being a bigot. Because you have to be a bigot <laughs> right. on the basketball court. It's, I'm, I, it's not about. Really being a bigot in real life, but on the basketball court, you have to be like yeah. you have to look at a woman when you're guarding her and be like, "Nah, yeah, I'm not gonna ever score on me." Yo, dead, ser- dead serious. One of the best basketball players I've ever seen was in Fayetteville State uh, at this uh, this basketball court, Seabrook Park, which is a vil- notoriously hood violent court. Right? Yes, you can yes. get you can get shot in Seabrook. No, yes, you can. That's, that's not a generalization or a joke. No. I've seen guns pulled. I've seen people shot at. Um. And uh, there was this gay dude that came out after church and played ball in his church slacks and his church shoes with no grip on the bottom. Oh, shit. And proceeded to bust ass, dog. Ah! (laughs) Yo, no exaggeration. I passed on my necks three times, dude. Like, I was like, I'll wait till he get off the court. Because I'm not checking this dude, man. He was busting everybody's ass. I'm talking about, like, he would jump up in the air and come down and it would look like the, you know how when Scooby-Doo starts running and Scooby-Doo can't get traction for the first three seconds? So, like, his feet, feet kick up. He would land like that. Like, he would jump in the air. And, you know, of course, he had the perfect release. If you know the gay hand, then you know the perfect release. Like, his, his wrist was perfect. And that shit would go whap. And then he would just skid on his feet, turn around and get on defense. I was like, uh, and they'd be Dude. like, they'd be like, cause back then they used to call me Jordan, not cause I was good, but because, um, that was my nickname for being at the court all the time. Like they'd be like, nigga, you think you Michael Jordan and all this shit. Right. So, um, they'd be like, Jordan, you got next, man. You know what, man? You can have it. I'm going to go ahead and slide <laughs> down. I'll take your next. Like, your squad can run, and then you get busted by the gay dude, and I'll be like, yeah, man, y'all got y'all ass busted, huh? Boy, bust your ass, right? Yeah, um, so you got next. Nah, I'm going to let you have it. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know you just got off, but go back out there again. They was, like, people was, man, it, like, the crowd around... Huh? There's like a there's the a Aldo shoes are still on the court. I ain't playing. Right. Nope. As long as I heard that clickety clock, no. And that was like <laughs> that was dangerous. There was a fence around the court, and that fence was starting to be like two and three people deep in a right. line around the court of just people coming and laughing at dudes that got scored on by the gay dude. I was like, fuck this, this. shit. Yeah. Yeah. Someone sent me a text and was like, hey, there's a gay dude in church shoes playing ball and no one can stop them. I'm coming to come see that. Like I will drive to the court. <laughs> to come see that. Why would you not want to come see yes. that? Like, what? In church and, shoes? 
And the and the fucked up thing the fucked up thing about court logic is, and that's why I call I call it court logic. <laughs> he would have been he would have won five games in a row and busted everybody's ass. As soon as one person comes out there and checks them and blocks his shot, they'd be like. Yeah, why are you blocking the game? Exactly. Why, why you you can't. Like that? There's no way to win against you that. You can't it's win. Like a lose, lose situation. You cannot. You can't. Yeah, no. It's there's only been a few chance. Uh, there's only been a few times in my life. Well, there's been a few times in my life where I refused to take the court. One was against that gay dude, and another time was against this this uh, all female team that came out to play us in the court in the in the basketball court. And this, like, some people are like, but it's just girls, man. Just play hard and beat them. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you something, bruh. First of all, okay. girls are way rougher in the paint than dudes. Yes, they are. I don't, like, you might yes. think that you're rough um, mm-hmm. until you gone home and you couldn't take a shower because there were nothing but fingernail cuts and on your arm. Scratches, yes. Like, I and look like. You to pieces. Yeah, I look like Ben Roethlisberger coming out the bathroom. Fuck no. <laughs> and then the other, the other thing about it was. These weren't just like girls. They were women. They were talking shit, man. Like they would come in, foul the shit out of you. You get scratched in the eyelid and be like, yo, man, that's a foul. Oh, you little bitch. Like, <laughs> I was like, when five women come to the court and want to play together, in a pickup game? No, nah, you know you in nah. trouble. No, nah, and I was, and you know, I was trying to reason with him and shit at first. Like, look, now see, you shouldn't be calling anybody a bitch. I mean, come on, you know that's unfair and disrespectful. If dudes is out here calling you a bitch, I don't give a fuck, you little bitch. Okay, right. all right, well, all right. Uh, mm, you won this. I don't know what to say next because I'm not calling you that. <laughs> when I was, when I was, yeah, right, and you had no response back. Right. Like, that's the thing too about these groups is like even if they think people people think you're being hard on them, like the women will call you a bitch and you can't call them a bitch back. The gay dudes will call you a faggot. You can't say shit. You're like, whoa, 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 whoa. We can't use that word. I can yeah. faggot. You're like, whoa. Right. Whoa. Like dude was just straight up like when the gay dude was busting our ass, he would just be like, Get your punk ass up. Well, you can't say right. shit. <laughs> I dare you to say because one, he hit the shot. Number right. one. Number two, he's talking shit. And if you were going to say something, here's what everybody would have heard when you started to talk. Oh, yes. shit. Yes. Son. Son. Did you see that? You, you do need to get your punk ass up. No. Did you see that? He did the Scooby-Doo with his Scooby-Doo's on yeah. the court. So, <laughs> like, I would, step, I would step to an indignant white man. No, no problem. Wouldn't even think about it. Uh, indignant gay person or black woman that's overweight? Nope. I, you win. When I was in college, we um they got a group of us that used to like pick up ball all the time in the gym. They wanted us to help uh the the women's team, and they would just have to scrimmage them and everything like that. And I'm not gonna lie, I used to hate it, yo. Because mm-hmm. like you said, yo, women are when they when they're ballers, not when they're just like your girlfriend, no, no, right? Yeah, ballers. I, I watch women ballers? college, but yes, yo, they take each other go to pieces. Hard. Yes, they yes. do. Like in, in the paint, they don't get no fucks. They will. Nope. Like when you're in a club and a woman puts it up, puts backs it up on you, you're like, yeah. When, a, when you're in the paint and a woman backs it up on you, ain't nothing sexual about that shit, man. At all, yeah. Nothing sexual about that shit at all, yo. That shit is not, se- yo. It's it's terrible, yo. All right, we got it. They'll undercut you. They, they, yeah. Yo, they play. Yo, they no. Listen, listen. I have had my face cut. And every dude that plays ball knows that getting hit in the face is a is a stop the ball type moment. Like, okay, yo, my bad, dog. I definitely didn't mean to punch you in your eye, right? Let's stop. Like, we got to see if you're going to fight me or not. Man, these women slapped me in my motherfucking face, took the ball, and called me a bitch for calling foul. And I was like, I don't want to be here anymore. <laughs> like, I was, like I, was, I was on the court fighting back tears. 
like, ah, you, I think it was my ball. They're like, well, maybe you can have it then, you little bitch ass nigga. Okay, then. <laughs> I, I don't oh, like the way you play. This. You, this is not right, ladies. But, um, all right. And then, um, this is the last random thought, man, because we do, we have talked a while. We got to get on these articles. Um, Mass Effect 3 is the greatest game ever. Um, that's all I got to say about that. It is literally <laughs> the greatest game I've ever played in my entire lifetime. And I have a hard time thinking what would possibly be better than this in my lifetime, especially considering I've have played all three games. And um, the fact that a decision I made five years ago can come to fruition five years later in this game and I can go, fuck, that is right. That is awesome. Um, There's no closure in the game. Let me also tell you this. The ending that I selected... I'm, and I'm not 100% sure, but I feel like I don't need to play the game again. Like, the second one, I was like, oh, I need to play it again so I can get 100% and keep all my people alive. Because there's a right answer, and I got the answer wrong because some people died and some people didn't. So I played the game again until I kept all my people alive. And I was like, okay, I've, I figured it out. This game, I really feel like the decisions I made gave me the type of ending that only I could pick. That was the closure that I needed. And I thought that I was going to just play through the game again. And I'm really feeling like I'm done. (laughs) Like it can't possibly get any more done than what I picked. I picked everything. I picked everything. From day one, I have picked fucking everything led to what I got. You know what it is, Rod? You can't play Mass Effect 3 again by itself. You have to play at least two before. I'm going to go back and get by one. Yeah. And in order for me to play three again, I got to play one, two first, and then play three. You can't play three again by itself. You have to play the other two. Like, and and fuck, you know, fuck it. I don't care what people's spoilers are. Here's the thing it's almost impossible to spoil Mass Effect because your experience can be completely different from another person. Yeah. Like, I've been talking to Aaron Rand Freeman on G Chat for probably the last two weeks about Mass Effect, um, nerding out hard. Like, Mm -hmm. Probably to an embarrassing level of nerdness. But, um, ah. but like, I've been talking to him, and there was shit that I was like, well, I don't want to spoil this to you, but when Tally dies, he's like, what? Tally, Tally died? I'm like, yeah, nigga, she, she killed herself. Remember when, remember when, uh, remember when, when you, when you didn't save the, uh, Aquarians and the Geth? Your, your boy died because of the Geth? No, wait, did none of this shit happen for you? Right, right. <laughs> I'm, I'm listening to you like, I'm like, I finished the game. I'm like, wait, that shit happened? Yeah. Like, he's, he's sitting up there telling me shit like, yeah, man, I saw Tally's face and I hit that ass again. I'm like, what, nigga? You can do that? <laughs> it's beautiful. Mwah, it's the best fucking thing ever. And people that are mad about it. Because I didn't know people were mad about it until um, I listened to Sandy Check and Chris kind of hinted that people were mad. And I was like, what? And I paused the game there because I paused the uh, podcast there because I hadn't played the game yet, uh, finished the game. So um, then I went online uh, after I beat it, and I, there was all these fucking nerd rants. Yeah, so mad. Yeah, it's so mad. It's hilarious. <laughs> it's the like this. I could not laugh harder at the nerds' pain. Like honestly, there's some I haven't listened to everybody's podcast about Mass Effect Three yet. Hopefully, somebody will invite me on there because I really do love the game and I would love to talk about it nonstop. But um, literally, I'm laughing at anyone who's mad at the ending. I'm just telling you right now. If you're and, listening and how, to this and you're mad, I'm laughing at you. You, you specifically, listener guy. How was your ending? Oh, my ending was it was fitting because I did choose 
to be a paragon quote unquote i did choose that one ending that will unite everybody and okay. uh it, i united the synthetics with the organics and yeah. tried to create you know like a, a new future where everybody still has hope yes did and you the, the part the, uh, yeah the, the part I, about- I did okay and um and the thing is like i felt like it doesn't get much more closer closier than that closure like nigga i died and i picked the die and it was hard as shit i'm not gonna front first game ever where i was like wait a minute um so i got three solutions and two of them i die right (laughs) nigga i have been i have been commander shepherd for five years i don't want to (laughs) die i like i have never put this much time into a dude I think when when everybody played, like, Kev told, told me when he did it, he took, like, it took him, like, 30 minutes to figure out what to take. I paused the game and was like, all right, let me go online and see if there's some way I can get around this shit. <laughs> I was like, yo, I don't want to fucking die. Y'all don't wanna, like, <laughs> I don't want to die. And, and that's why I say Bioware. I love Bioware. Yes. Because they really fuck with people's heads. And, and like, I, I feel like Bioware just pulled the biggest troll comment yes. in the world on nerds. Because nerds were like... <clears throat> They were like, and Mass Effect 2, you know, my decisions counted. Your, your decisions really didn't count. You right. just knew what you had to do to do the right thing. Right. And Mass Effect, and in Mass Effect 3, Bioware was like, all right, we got y'all. So y'all think y'all, if y'all do the right thing, y'all gonna get the happy ending. Nah. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like how they were like, so, uh, so, uh, you, you want to be a paragon of virtue who puts, uh, who puts themselves below the better interest of, uh, the entire galaxy, huh? Yes, that's me. I want to be that. Okay, um, here's the deal. You can pick this evil ass ending where you do do away with all the, um, you know, synthetic life and, you know, humanity wins the war and, and all this shit. Or you can do the right thing and sacrifice yourself and die. And everybody will exist and keep having hope and nobody else has to die but you. And um I felt like Jesus on that cross, dog. Like like I know like I know I know there was a moment when Jesus on that cross like niggas are y'all serious? <laughs> like, like when he was like when he, when he was yelling out to God like come on son, you supposed to be yes. God. You know he was hot. <laughs> He's like come do a miracle or some shit, man. I read the Old Testament, do something. And God was like, "Nah, you got this." That's how I felt, dude. I knew this shit was going to be fucked up when Bioware within the first five minutes killed that kid at the beginning of the, of the game. Son, That's when you're yeah. just like, like if you, if you, if you played the game and you realize how, he's like, wait a minute, so, so you, you can't even save that kid. I mean, they just going to blow him. Hey, did you, listen. did you go, did you go, um, on the Citadel and meet Garrus and have that shooting competition? Yo, this sad as shit. Yo. Okay. Now, did you let Garrus win or did you win? I, I let him win. I let him win too, dog. And it felt like goodbye. Mm-hmm. It felt like I was giving him his goodbye present. Like, wait, wait, wait. You want to talk about goodbye? Did you say goodbye to everybody? When yes, you were nigga. Yes. <laughs> that listen, Karen didn't come sta- downstairs that last hour and a half that I played that game. And thank fucking God, because if oh, somebody else, if somebody else would have been in the room, I might have cried. Like that, right. it was just oh. me, so I was like, you know, ice cold, man up, Rod, you ain't no bitch. I probably would have been crying. No, no matter what those WNBA players called you, you're I, not a bitch. I've been watching them play and make decisions and all this shit, and yes, I'm I'm very emotional. I'm like, why don't you tell everybody goodbye? Yeah, man. Oh. Yo, listen, freak, like when like there was a there's a part in the tra- in the launch trailer where Garrus is like, yo, you were born for this, you'll go and give him hell. 
In the trailer, that seemed a little bit emotional. But when he actually says that in the game, and you're you're like, damn, dog. You're like, you're like, I got a bad feeling. Like, I ended up talking to everybody. I'm like, yo, I got a bad feeling about this, man. Like, I talked to, um, I had a relationship with Miranda. Yo, she was like, you know, I don't want to say goodbye because I feel like I'm never going to see you again. I'm just like, but, but. Nah, we, we still got a bone again, yo. I'm still trying to, still trying to hit that again. Look at that ass. Like, oh, yo, son. Yo. yo, Miranda got the fattest ass in the world. All right, so the other thing, too, <laughs> man, was like, um, like there was parts, too, like at the end where um the dude that Keith Davis playing, like Commander, I think Anderson or Captain Anderson, Anderson or yeah, something yeah, yeah. like Like when he dies, so many people have died that it's just nonchalant. Like he passed away and literally Shepard just looked at him like, Anderson? Oh shit! All right, dead. Like, like that's how much death is in this shit, man. I killed the galaxy to save the galaxy, and then I had to kill myself. And you know what? Bravo, Bioware. That is how you fucking play a game, man. I, I, I felt yeah. such a sense of accomplishment and a like closure, and like, yeah, I died, but you know, everybody got to live on. If you need, if you needed any indication that this was going to be a dark ass game. When Commander Shepard starts having those Max Payne dreams. <laughs> yes. <laughs> when he's in the forest. Like, I, yes. I was, like, hold up. I was like, hold up, hold up, hold up. This is a Max Yo, and Max Payne didn't end up really well either. I was like, nope. oh. Nigga, when, when you look had that one dream where you finally do catch up with the kid, you turn around and you're with the kid. So you're yeah, looking yeah. at yourself, hold the kid, and y'all both burn up in the ashes. I was like, I'm going to oh. die. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't want to die. Oh. And this is why I came out before when when the game first came. Before we got the ending, I said the reason why I love the Mass Effect series and why I love video games now is, it's I mean people say oh, it's just games. It's it's so much bigger than that. They're like games you play. Like even Mass Effect is less about the gameplay and more. It, it actually felt like a movie that I was interacting with. Yeah, and that's yeah. why I think that the great thing about video games, you know, to get it off into a larger thing to include more people into the conversation, it's about you know, it's almost like. Games these days are like those choose-your-adventure books you used to read when you were a kid. Yes. Right. That's what they are now. Yeah, I mean, those are, those are great. That's what they are now. It's and like, I chose my like, own adventure, dog, and I ended it. Like, I made it through five years of battling the fucking Reapers to get to this, man. And it was beautiful. Oh, it was awesome. I talked to everybody. Oh, I did as many side missions as I could. Oh, the geeks that are complaining, I feel like they didn't do it. What they did was they rushed through the game yeah. just to say they beat it. And yeah. you can't do that with and maybe long run for, you know, Bioware's, you know, future with relationship with gamers, maybe that hurts them. Yeah. But as staying true to what gaming should be, I feel like they did a brilliant job. I that's need, what it should be. I need it should it, be emotionally I, connected. I needed those people to be mad, honestly. Now, I'm not like everybody else. I need those people to be mad because it makes me even happier. Like, it's kind of like whenever I see Duke fans get mad about Carolina still being in the tournament, it always, it makes me a little more happier to be a Carolina fan. You know, maybe I'm an asshole. Oh, wait, I am. All right, we have some articles to cover. Um, All right, first one is, and uh, of course here at the Blackout Test, we play a game called Guess Guess the the Race. Race. And um, whenever we play that game, um, you know, people 
uh, can guess the race that are guests on the show and the chat room can play along. Um, I've been playing this game, this new game called uh, Deuce X Human Revolution. Mm-hmm. Or at least it's new to me. I've been playing it after Mass Effect. Um, and uh, I do have a Mass Effect hangover because it's not nearly as good. But um, here's a, a snippet from a character in Deuce X3, uh, or Deuce X Human Revolution. Don't forget, we are playing Guess, guess the, the race. race. So Guess the Race of the Character. Well, shit, if it ain't the captain himself, Mr. Seraph done fixed you up good, ain't he? Give you a new set of glasses and everything. Damn. How you doing, Letitia? Didn't think I'd see you walking this boulevard anytime soon, that's for sure. Not after what happened six months ago. People said you's down for the count. People tend to underestimate me. <laughs> you would be both, Captain. Uh, so, uh, would anyone like to preemptively guess the race of the two characters involved? There's, uh, of course, the Captain Anderson, and then there's uh, Letitia. Um, I'm going to guess that Captain Anderson is a lead character, so he has to be white, because there are no black lead characters. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm sorry, that if that's a white person, they, they grew up around black people, so I'm going to go for black for the other character. Okay, what about you, Jessica? Um, I'm going to go for who's talking, whoever was talking first. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say they were probably white, like one of those old, I own the, the one grocery store, Piggly Wiggly in the neighborhood type okay. white. Okay. <laughs> and then, yeah, I agree. He's probably talking to a black guy. Okay. okay. Now, in all, in all fairness... Uh, to get no, a little he background. Might be talking to another white guy who just thinks he's crazy. Okay, so, so you have two white people, two white people. Okay, Chris, Chris, would you like to guess now, or do you need more me to play more, or what? Oh no, I don't need to play anymore. I'm gonna go with. Uh, it sounds like a black person, but I feel like they're trying to fake us out, so I'm gonna go white. Mm. And then for the other person, I'm going with uh, Christian Bale as Batman. Okay, all right. <laughs> I'll, I'll play a few like seconds Batman. more. A few seconds more for those in the chat room. You and me both. Uh, you. Uh, any credit you could spare. Come on, I'm about to give you some information and then I'll say it for Oh, damn, Captain. You ain't no cop no more. Why you gotta insist on using them rules? Because it's my money this time, not the department's. You want it, you better give me something that's worth it. Yeah, yeah. Like a blowjob. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what I want to do? Batman. Yeah. Why don't you suck suck my dick for these credits? Uh, <laughs> I might need to do a little trespassing soon. Maybe get inside some places where I'd rather not be seen going in. You Uh-oh. kind of like your vagina. I'm about to say, yeah. <laughs> Vague, Captain. But maybe it's best I don't know the positions. You got that right. What I do know, though, is that most people tend to look down, not up. And even when looking down, they don't necessarily think about what's under their feet. If a person ain't too squeamish about getting dirty, they might be able to get inside one of the more sensitive areas in the city. Is she Wait, talking about fucking her right? ass? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, <laughs> Same thing I just told like, wait, is this talking about anal or what kind of video game is this, sir? Um, here's the thing. Um, okay, for those playing Guess the Race in the chat room, I'll go ahead and take some uh they're white, the Phoenix says. Nigga Man and Batman says Defrano. <laughs> um somebody switched their vote to they white. White for whoever said blowjob. 
white one, white number two. Um, black is the woman who is the crackhead, and white is the, the dude. male. But um, look, this is what happens when video game companies hire professional actors to do the voiceovers. Because, like, I just imagine some dude who just graduated from the school of Juilliard yes. coming in to play Letitia the Crackhead. You know, it's like the only work that black people can get in Hollywood. And it's like, okay, so you want me to say you ain't got to go by them rules? Yes. Why you ain't got to go by right, them dude. rules? Let me shuck and die for you. Yeah. Like, I expect to be like, I'm going to pull some soft shoe out for you, boss. This makes me appreciate Bioware even more because I've been playing the old Republic as well. And they have voice acting in, in that. And they do a really good job with their voice acting. This is, that sounds Terrible. terrible. Like, yes, it does. Like, it sounded like a black person that was really hoping that maybe they just fucked it up and they were doing white. It, but that, come on. That's Before terrible. Mass Effect Three, though, I would have found this to be slightly acceptable. That's <laughs> that's how fucking good Mass Effect Three is. Hey, like, uh, Jessica's about to leave. She she got to roll out. Okay, bye, Jessica. Bye, bye sweetheart. Bye. It was nice meeting everybody. You, you too. too. It was nice having you on the show. Guys. You're already my Twitter friend, aren't I, you? What's your Twitter handle? Oh, it's your baby girl, but it's oh, still yeah, fancy. Yeah. I'm, ready? Yeah, I'm, I am your Twitter friend. And, I have uh, to find you, sweetheart. Yeah, I will, I will add you I'll, to the show I'll notes. I'm stuck for you because it's spelled fancy, like I said. It's U-R-B-A-B-Y-G-U-R-R-L. <laughs> All right, well, have a good one, Jessica. Ski-wee, of course. I shall, I shall. All right. Um. Okay, now I don't think we have to play Guess the Race with this one. Oh, wait, hold on. I'm getting that little bit echo. Um, oh, I lost the bottom let me, uh, let me, uh, I gotta get Chris gotta, off. Uh, Chris, I'm gonna call uh, Chris, you right back. Right. All right. Um, how do I do this? Sorry, live Sorry. podcasting, guys. Click, click, click. remove caller. Remove from Congress. Remove, remove from group. Oh, thank God. Oh, Jesus. I couldn't get rid of that nigga fast enough. I hate that dude. <laughs> oh, he is the worst. Oh man, let me see if I can add him back before he uh, gets back. Seriously, dude, what an asshole, you know? I only do this to spread the word about the show, man, but you gotta do what you gotta do. Um, let's see, how do I call him though? Ain't it calling him? I don't know if it's calling him or not right now. Chris! Are you there? No. Sir. No. Do I have to call everyone back? Chris! Oh. Hello? I, I, I can still hear you, asshole. Oh, my God. Oh, he was listening. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, so my very good friend, Chris, uh, one of the best people I've ever met uh-huh. on the Internet. Uh, I love that guy. Um, so, so we got uh, this one. I don't think we need to play Guess the Race because uh, the title says Amish buggies crash during race. Uh-oh. What? Yeah, Amish buggies. What, are they going top speed 10 miles an hour? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like a fucking team from Spartacus, like the old Spartacus. Yes. And shit. Several Amish buggies believed to have been racing one another resulted in four arrests after a collision with a Chattatugua Sheriff uh, County uh, County Sheriff's vehicle. <gasps> they ran into the cops. Oh shit! All <laughs> horseback. They was racing. Could you, could you imagine was- the cops sitting there going, "What is that dust flying in the air?" <laughs> What is that? Oh man! Like the Deuce oh, of Hazard music star playing and shit. Yeah. When that happens, do you do you give the the people, the Amish people, the the ticket, or do you give the horses the the the, the, the reckless driving ticket? Like, <laughs> how do you like? How's the horse run into a car? Like, 
for your own safety, like, how did that happen? Yeah. Like, I'm going to need this horse to do the alphabets backwards <laughs> while, <laughs> while standing on two legs. Um, this is a very unusual incident, Chattatooga County Sheriff Joe Grace said Monday about the ac- of the accident, which resulted in only minor injuries. Unfortunately, there was underage drinking involved. Well, you know what I say. Never, ah! never drinking, never drinking horse buggy. Never no, do that. No, no. Never give a horse under 18 alcohol. Um, Garay said there was reason to believe the buggies were racing when the accident occurred. Because uh, maybe one of the horse buggies had racing stripes on the side. Maybe. I don't know. How would you know they were racing? You could hear the person saying like, oh, no, for like 5, 10, <laughs> yeah. 15 minutes before they hit. Is that horse buggy going 15 miles an hour instead of 10? Of it must be a race. <laughs> maybe Vin Diesel was driving the buggy. <laughs> uh, sheriff's deputies were responding to a report of underage drinking on Heslink Hollow Road when they came across several Amish buggies traveling north on Climber Hill Road in both lanes. A buggy in the southbound lane moved to the northbound lane when a second buggy moved into the southbound lane and into the path of a patrol vehicle, flipping the buggy onto its side. The horse was separated ah! from the buggy and ran into a nearby barn. <laughs> of course, because horses ain't shit. <laughs> I, forgot, I forgot what this is, yo. We've just given Jason Statham the, uh, the, the script for the next Transporter movie, yo. <laughs> That's what this is. Transporter old school. Yeah, yeah Transporter Amish, yo. Yeah, Transporter to Now going old school. Yeah. Uh, Marvin ah. Byler, 19, of Sherman, had his leg trampled under the buggy, but only sustained minor injuries. Byler was charged with underage possession of alcohol. The operator of the flip buggy, Marty Troyer, 20, of Panama, told police that the party was being held at his property. Marty was charged with underage possession of alcohol and unlawfully dealing with the child due to the fact he held the party. A passenger in the flip buggy, Marianne Troyer, is always doing it for a woman, fellas. Aww. Showing out for a woman. Oh, she like probably grabbed his dick like, I want to see how fast this buggy can go. And he's like, oh, yes, let's go. Own prancer, own dancer. Um, she was not injured, <laughs> typical woman, and was charged with underage possession of alcohol. A second buggy that stopped at the accident was operated by Leroy Troyer, the only black Amish man in the world. Oh, yes. <laughs> you know, the Amish don't know any black people or anything about culture outside of their country, outside of their little small county, whatever they're naming each other, Leroy, you know? Yeah. Like, if you knew a Leroy, you wouldn't name your kid Leroy. That's just how I it works. I bet you they wouldn't. Leroy was charged with underage possession of alcohol. All four subjects are to be brought before Shermantown Court at a later date and held in the Salem Witch Trials. Um, <laughs> I'm guessing all all the races were white there, but I don't have any pictures. No pictures. Uh huh. I was. Just saying, I wonder if if anyone in an actual horse and buggy like the Amish have ever tried to actually run from the police in a horse and buggy. What would that chase be like? Would they shoot the horse or would they try to like clip the wheel? Right, shoot it in a horseshoe. <laughs> Like how does that work? I just wonder. I just wonder how the how come the Amish you, haven't you actually put a, a basket of carrots out. You catch them like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a scene from Ben Hur or some shit. You know, they get yes. another buggy with like the spikes on the wheels and some shit. Yeah, you think it was Cameron and Mace? <laughs> <laughs> Horse and carriage, Mace Senorita. <laughs> I'm mad you remember that shit though, yo. Yeah, I got, I got it right here, dog. It's an embarrassment for all, yo. Rise to the top. 
I think the, the Amish was bumping this. They were probably singing it. They was, they, 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 they was rocking this. They was rocking this on their blue box. You think they, was, <laughs> they double-sided tape They play. was bumping this on their tape play? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the Amish probably fuck with 90s rap because that's all they can play yes. legally in their religion. Uh, that's what kills me when people say, man, you know, when like, people my age be like, yo, you know, Music these days, man, it really sucks. I'm like, do you, do you remember some of the shit we used to listen to back then? Though? Say I'm that like, again. Like, that's like really everything we listen to, to was the yeah. bomb. Like, we could diss a little bit if we want to, but like, if a kid wanted to shut me the fuck up, they could be like, so they used to play horse and carriage in the club? <laughs> people used to bump that shit like it was hot, yo. Yes, like, yes. I, I won't even be mad at like you. Like, that was your music, though? That was That's and, what you was into? And, and on top of that, I like technology because it's a lot of shit that I play now, and if I love it, if it was a tape, it'd be broke. Yeah. So I like technology. Uh, like, was it Nas that went after, like, we were talking shit about, like, um, Soldier Boy or some shit like that? Yeah. Was it Nas? Like, all oh, 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 Soulja Boy gonna be like, yo, Uchi Wally, though? Right. <laughs> right. right. Yeah. It's like so uh sh- so shorty you owe me. That was cool. Right. <laughs> right. And that was, that's what was cool though. I I'm the sellout. Okay. Check All right. He's like Um Bethlehem Police. I don't think they're talking about Jerusalem. Bethlehem like Police Man found in neighbor's home wearing her underwear. Oh a fifty two year old Bethlehem man entered his neighbor's home on Monday night without her permission. He put on a pair of her underwear and had cocaine and marijuana on with him. Oh, shit. Yeah. And I don't think... Now, oh, they just steal my drawers. You got hot in my drawers. <laughs> he was like, Michael J. Zulo Sr. of 1741 Hastings Road, because why not give up his name and his address? Yes. His charge was criminal trespass, possession of cocaine, possession of a small amount of marijuana, loitering, prowling at night, open lewdness, and according to according to court records. Zulo is in a Northampton prison uh, under $125,000 bail. According to court records, the woman called police at 9.15 p.m. and reported an unwanted guest. The woman said she left her house for about 25 minutes and when she returned home, a man known to her as Mike was sitting on her couch. Police auditioned. She she knew him? Known to her as Mike. Wow. His name was Michael J. Zulo. The woman said Zulo was wearing only a pair of her underwear and was watching a pornographic movie he had brought with him on her television. Damn. Oh, so he bought his own entertainment, but he, he had to use her drawers, though? Well, he thought it was a BYOP party. Can't bring your own pornography. Ah! Everybody knows I know, about those. I know, I know exactly what happened here. This is what happened. They went out on a date. He paid for the steak. Yep. And he was like, well, obviously this means... We fucking. He was like, I don't believe in gender roles, okay? <laughs> now, if a woman came to my house in her panties watching pornography, I would call that a good start. Yeah, she put my wife beater on. I don't got a problem with yeah, that. Yeah, I don't have shorts. no. I've seen enough Clint Eastwood movies to know that wearing a polo that I had on is is sexy. So what? A man can't put on some panties and parade around the house these days without being judged. Anyway, uh, she said, um. Police said Zulo asked the woman if she wanted to party. <gasps> she said he had cocaine and marijuana with him. Um, by the way, cocaine is the worst drug of all. Because every other drug, if someone wants to do it, they just fucking tell you they want to do it. Cocaine is the only drug where you go, you want to party? Who doesn't want to party? 
everybody wants to fucking party. I don't want to do cocaine, <laughs> but I would like to party. Like, it's an unfair question to ask me. Like, hey, man, you want to party? Hell yeah, dog. And you know what? I don't like to really party that hard because one time me and Roger came went to this one place and a lady gave a cold word for drugs. We had no fucking idea what drugs she was talking uh, about. No, that was a cold word for a threesome. And oh, a threesome. That was My totally bad. different. That's, that was you, totally different. You see how much I knew? I looked at that lady like, lady with the, with the fake titties. I don't know what you're talking about, but I don't want nothing you trying to yeah. sell me. I don't know how affluent she thought we were, but I was like, I can't. Well, I'm glad somebody knew what was happening. I looked I at those titties and I knew I couldn't afford them. So no. I like, I'm out. Me too. But uh, even if I could have, I don't know about random threesomes. No. Like, we just met at the sushi bar, bitch. We haven't even no, exchanged I have to get to know words. You. I don't even know your first name. So, anyway, but yeah, so uh, I, she asked, he asked her, did, did you want a party? And uh, obviously she wanted to call 911. The woman told police <laughs> she saw the drugs in her kitchen, <laughs> so he made himself at home. This he made a bologna and cheese sandwich. Right. He went on ahead and made some macaroni and cheese in the 25 minutes she was gone. He's like, while I'm here, I might as well sit my cocaine and my marijuana out. Yes. Um, the, I'm not this. See, so he went, he brought cocaine, he got the movie, he cooked dinner. This sounds like a date, and she just wanted to, no, no. Right. See, like, I call, this, I call this good house guest etiquette. Right. You know, why don't more ladies do this? If you want to be appreciated mm-hmm. by a man, why don't you show up with some cocaine, some weed, and only in your panties? You no, know? No, no, thank you. That's a good start, ladies. Yes, yeah, a good way for everybody to be arrested. No, thank you. Uh, she said the man left the house after taking off her underwear and discarding them on the floor. <laughs> oh, nigga, you can keep them. Why are you giving them back She's to like, me? I don't think you understand. Those are your thongs now. <laughs> yes, you can keep them. <laughs> she told the police she did not have he did not have position to be permission to be inside her home, and he admitted that he entered the woman's home when she was not there. Police said so. Open the shut case. And, and they, they left out. Well, I also she also ordered the lobster and steak. So. <laughs> <laughs> Jason, was that was two pounds. pounds. He said, after paying for this bitch's meal, he was like, <laughs> right, like what a, right. he would just flip the flipped it on her shit. Um, all right, you can play guess the race with this one, yes, guys. You so, can. are you guys ready to play the world famous guess the race? Here we go. A forty-eight-year-old banksman was arrested. <laughs> Chris is calling it early. Chris is calling it early. Yes. Uh, 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 was arrested at the police say he threw a breakfast sandwich at a Forest Grove Jack in the Box employee, ah! striking her in the back of the head Thursday afternoon. <laughs> now, if you did not just picture the scene from when my man Cuban B. <laughs> when, That's boy. When Scarface retired from his fast food job in half baked, <laughs> and he threw that goddamn burger at that dude's head. <laughs> if you didn't just picture that, man, then I don't know what your life is about. Go watch half baked. You know what? When, you know what? When people do <laughs> shit like that, you know what? Jack ought to be on microphone. He ought to come at that with his big ass foam head on and whoop the ass right in front, right out there in the drive thru <laughs> yeah. for beating up his employees. Um, so shortly after 12.30 p.m., Lawrence Staley of Banks went to the drive-thru at the fast food joint located on blah, 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 who gives a fuck, said Captain Mike Erb, a Forest Grove Police Department spokesman, Staley reported made, uh, reportedly made an order, then drove back around, went into the restaurant to complain about his food. Herb said Staley had taken issue with his curly fries. An employee, Herb, <laughs> an employee, Herb said, explained to Staley that curly fries are more expensive than regular fries. Now, for the record, that is a food throwing offense. 
Because how many times have you just said, this is what I want? And some cunt hole was like, nah, dog, <laughs> this more better than what the fuck you ordered. Like, nigga, I didn't order this because I didn't want it. You give a fuck yeah. about what's better? Yeah, that's that's happened to me before, too. Yeah. Oh. Uh, so they can charge you more. Uh, I ordered curly fries in my meal. Yeah, well, you know, curly fries. I mean, I ordered regular fries. Well, you know, curly fries are actually like 20 cents more, sir. So. I didn't, I I didn't, didn't ask that. I, I asked for regular fries. Yeah. Well, you're welcome for our mistake, asshole. Listen, okay. this is a white person or... Or it's a black person who just lost their job and just couldn't take that shit no more. I'm tired of y'all fucking with me. Right. That's the last straw. Last, last fucking straw, yo. I got fired. You disrespected me at Jack in the Box. <laughs> Fuck the world. It's like, yo, I had a rough day. I'm going to go home. I'm going to get these motherfucking curly fries. I'm going to go home. It's like, all right. I'm, I'm like, he, there. like, he had been thinking about the perfect jacket and box meal all day. Yes. He's like, man, this unemployment only allows me to eat out once a week, and it's always at Jack's in the Box. I just want regular fries. I know what kind of breakfast sandwich I want. I mean, not to mention, he did order breakfast sandwich and regular fries. <laughs> I wasn't in that wait, wait, wait. Not in the hash browns. <laughs> Not in the, not in breakfast potatoes. That nigga, that nigga order like an egg, egg McMuffin and fries. Give me an egg McMuffin and onion rings. That's a broke man's meal, dude. Shit don't even go together. Did he get a milkshake too? Only broke people order chicken and cream milkshake. Yo, only when you broke do you order three items that don't have shit to do with each other. Yo, let me get an egg roll. I'm gonna need. A, let me get a breakfast jack, and I'm gonna need a, a, a Oreo milkshake, sir. You heard me, bitch. That'll oh, be three twenty. Like people that show up, like people that show up, like like five minutes before breakfast change over at one of the best restaurants. They're like, yes. So I, I want I want to get the hotcakes and sausage. <laughs> But since you guys are so close, can you also get me a cheeseburger as well? <laughs> like, like that's a meal, yo. That's a meal that you thought about all day, yo. Yes. And, his, and the funny part is, he probably comes in there all the time. I bet you the person he threw that sandwich, they probably knew that name, Becky. I told you, you know, I come here every Wednesday and I order the same fucking shit. How come I have to deal with this? He didn't throw that woman too. I'm trying to tell you, she probably was, know his voice. He was mad. Shit, dog. He had just played. He had just played Mass Effect Three and shit. He was like, "Fuck this shit." I had to kill my character. Like, uh, drive, driving the jacket box, talking about some yo bitch. Better have my fucking fries. <laughs> if I don't get my goddamn fries today, oh, um, so he, only thing that's gonna make this sadness feel better. I killed my character. So everybody lives. What so, the fuck? So he decided he wasn't satisfied. <laughs> so he reached into his bag, grabbed a food item, and pe- pitched it at the employee. But he missed. <laughs> he, did, he, he then grabbed his, his breakfast jack, cheese, egg, and ham between a toasted bun and chucked it at the employee, nailing her in the back of the head. Oh, he missed the first time. He got pissed because he missed. She was not what injured. Sandwiches? <laughs> he, ordered, he ordered two sandwiches, dog. He's like, shit, I missed you the first time. I won't miss your ass this time, bitch. I'll swear. The fact that he missed the first time means he was so mad, yo. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I I don't know if it's the alcohol, man, but I am sweating laughing at this fucking story. (laughs) Uh 
I can't even believe we started out talking about Trayvon Martin, dog. This this shit is already hilarious to me. Yo, you, you next time you gotta leave with the the breakfast sandwich throwing, yo. You got you gotta leave with that to prepare everybody. The man, the manager, the manager chased Staley outside. Oh. Where, where where another altercation is? <laughs> oh! Did he throw his drink at him? He was like, <laughs> he was like, he's like, how I'm, much food did he order, yo? He's like, I'm down to my curly fries. <laughs> <laughs> he was going down. What? I got the two tacos for ninety nine cents. I'm only gonna throw one at you because I'm still hungry. Yeah. Oh, so so oh, the, the, I got a, I got a question, Rod. Yes, sir. So did he get curly fries and want regular fries, or do you want regular fries? Hey, how did, he what, got what, what, he got curly fries, but he wanted regular, regular. fries. So he so, got so, okay. So so let me get this straight. So instead of throwing the curly fries, which he didn't want, at the chick, yes. he throws the two breakfast, <laughs> which he probably did want to eat. Yes. Hey, no, so He's gonna be hungry and arrested. He was so mad. Oh God, he was so Ah! mad, dude. Oh shit! I didn't even think, yo. You can tell you he was just mad, yo, because he he wasn't even thinking right. Because it's like I've been mad when you want to throw shit. Like somebody gives you the wrong thing, you want to throw it at him. Yeah, but you don't throw the shit that you do want. At them. You throw what you don't, don't want. want. He just reached he was, the first thing to grab. He was unreasonably mad. <laughs> so so he gets chased out of there, and the only thing he lives with is the curly fries that he didn't, that he didn't want. <laughs> so, um, all right, guess the race, man. What do you, what do you guys have, Chris? I, I I still got the white guy or 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 Tyrone who just got fired, yo. All right, yeah. Jay, what do you got? Angry white man. That had to be an angry white man. All right, I'll take the chat room real quick. Uh, We have, uh, I don't see any guesses. White, light-skinned brother named Justin. Justin Justin is a frequent guest on our show, and he did throw his breakfast at somebody. But it was the Waffle House. In Waffle House. Um, (laughs) Yo, you can't get mad. When you get the Waffle House, you can't get mad at the Waffle House. Yo, whenever you get at the Waffle House. No, I only get mad at Chris. It's like, like I said, it's like we're separated at birth. That was my exact argument. (laughs) Yeah, you at the Waffle House, dog. Nigga, you went to Waffle House. That, you, they could literally spit in your food in front of you and you just had to go, it's Waffle House. (laughs) I hope the frying kills it. I should not have come here. Yes, and, and the Waffle House is the only place where you go smother, cover, chunk, hunk, junk, monk. My right. booty, and they know exactly what you're talking about. Well, the correct right. answer, for those wondering, white man. Yeah. He yeah. was a white man. Uh, Angry white man. Because a no. black guy, here's how I knew it wasn't a black guy, really. If it was a black guy, he would have then gone back and then picked up the brother. Right. Ah! <laughs> He'd be like, well, black man would have stood around till he got his what he ordered. Yeah. Like, and nigga, I ain't wasting no money. Huh? Well, you know what else? The other reason you know this is white, because... Um, he also said, it says a quote here from him is, God damn fucking shit, I should have went to UPS. So, yeah. I believe him. <laughs> That'd have been faster. I believe him. Um, tables turn on mom who complained about her daughter stripping. Uh-oh. Don't forget, playing Guess the Race. Salem, Oregon. <clears throat> Salem, Oregon. For those playing Guess the Race. <clears throat> a mother who complained to the state and the police that her underage daughter was being allowed to strip at a local club has now been arrested herself. Oh. Christina Marie Lopez. Christina Marie Lopez. 
42 years old, has been charged with sexual exploitation of a minor, use of a child in a display of sexually explicit behavior. After police say they spotted her at the club surveillance on the club surveillance video during the investigation. Mm. Lieutenant Steve Burr said the Salem Police Department said Lopez watched her daughter dance at the club and gave her money. Oh, I was going to ask if she was going to, if she tipped. Never mind. We're good. How you going to, how you going to tip your daughter, dog? <laughs> I mean, if she's doing a good job, I yeah. mean, you know, it's like, drop that's it down. Just, that's just courtesy. This is being polite. Drop it, drop it low, girl. Think she put it, it in a, low, think she put it in a G-string? God, I hope not. So, <laughs> that her daughter was stripping at the strip club that she knew her, that she, okay. This all started back in December. <clears throat> When Lopez told authorities she believed her 17-year-old daughter was stripping at a local club, she said her daughter had come home drunk and had found tall platform shoes in a girl's backpack. Lopez and her daughter did an interview with the news at the time where Lopez told her she was disgusted by the incident and the strip club. It makes me sick, Lopez said at the time. Makes me really sick thinking, you know, she's 17. But to me, she still got a little kid's body. Surveillance video from the club showed that the... Un- Wait, that's what makes you upset? That she's not built like a stripper? Right. She don't <laughs> got- not upset that she's 17. Just, you know, it makes me sick because she's not even built like a stripper. Yeah. She ain't she got can't no big titties. They say working. <laughs> until, she gets, until she gets stripper titties, she can't do it. Surveillance video from the club showed the underage girl had indeed stripped there and the teen admitted she had done it. Obviously, the issue was whether the strip club was allowed to... My- uh, was allowing her monitor to strip. The girl's mother was demanding answers, but now police say she knew exactly where her do- what her daughter was doing. <clears throat> they say during their investigation, during their investigation, they saw Lopez on the club surveillance video at the time with that, and that her daughter was there too. Uh, certainly, when you have a parent that knowingly watches their underage daughter dancing on stage and fails to take action, that's very disturbing. And said Burr, who was probably masturbating to the videos when he watched her. <laughs> Lopez was taken into custody Friday at home at her home in Salem. Meanwhile, authorities are still investigating the case. The club had to, is facing a $6,500 fine for hiring a minor as a stripper. That's it? That, that's what I'm saying. Man. But it's not facing... It's cheap nowadays, ain't it? Well, they're not facing any citations for serving her alcohol, which leads me to believe they're the only strip club in town. Oh, must be. Like yeah. the police are like, we can't shut it down though. Yeah, we, mean, we have a ride. I go there. Uh, Jessica is my favorite. Can, um, can we, yeah, go ahead, Chris. Can, can we guess the race? I want to. I want to guess uh, half white, half Hispanic. Ooh, that's a good <laughs> guess. What about you, Adjective J? Oh, uh, I want to guess Hispanic because of the last name, but I'm actually leaning towards white. I, I'm going to go with white. And I, she could have married someone named Lopez. So, yeah, I'm, it, I'm it, going white. It, it's, a, it's a privileged thing. It, so that, that's what's getting yeah. to me. The, the, the audacity to complain about something that you you're, you know is going on and act like outrage, uh, that's, yeah. that's privilege right there. That, that makes me think white. You guys yes. are good. You guys are really good. I don't see any guesses in the chat room. Um, but for those that were playing along on the podcast and wrote down their answer already, the correct answer is white, half Hispanic. Uh, yeah, yep. from the Jacks got it. He says half white, half Hispanic. Good job, good job, buddy. Yeah. It's just, it's just, if 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 she had complained about it and 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 it didn't didn't bring the bring the attention on herself, then I would have been like, okay, maybe just Hispanic. But she actually went out there. And, yeah, it's just that, it's something only white people will do. It's just yeah. well, yeah, here's they're, a, they're, they're they're famous for that shit. Here's another Mother of the Year candidate. <clears throat> 
An Iowa woman was arrested for drunk driving last night after her 15-year-old daughter, who was a passenger in her mother's car, called 911 to contemporaneously report that her parent was impaired behind the wheel. As wow. a res- yeah, as a result, cops busted Lori and Sidlakek. Sidlakek, Sidlakek. Wow, I don't know how to pronounce this. Lori and Sidlakek, Bakeka. Oh, what man. a name. Jeez. Don't forget, we're still playing Guess the, the race. race. A 47-year-old Oxford resident for operating a vehicle under the influence, child endangerment, and resisting arrest, all misdemeanors. That baby didn't want to die. Wait, that's 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 a misdemeanor? All those are misdemeanors, which means her daughter about to get her ass whooped in about 24 <laughs> hours. Oh, she got out of jail. Soon as they let mama out of jail, your ass is grass, 15-year-old girl. According to district court uh, criminal complaints, Baseka's daughter, who was in the car with her, called 911 to report the defendant was impaired in driving. A Johnson County Sheriff's Office deputy subsequently contacted Baseka after she pulled her vehicle into a parking lot. Baseka, the cop reported, smelled heavily of ingested alcohol. Her speech was slurred. Her eyes were bloodshot and watery. The wobbly Baseka cop to drink and it failed a series of failed sobriety tests. <laughs> Additionally, a breathalyzer test recorded her bre- blood alcohol level at 0.235. God. Nearly, That's... that is three times the state's limit, which is probably 0.08. Yeah. She was She was up. lit. That's almost dead. Right. Uh, uh, let's see. She was even consuming while driving in the car. Oh, open containers were in the car. Oh, how is this shit. just misdemeanors? How how are this, how is this not a felony? Well, we are playing guess the race. What race do you think she is, Adjutant Jay? Oh, she's white. What about you, Chris? Oh, obviously white. I mean, containers in the car. Yeah, it's white. Any guesses in the chat room? Oh, Caucasian, most definitely. Neptune Blue says. Ah, Caucasian. Whoa, whoa, that's actually a good point. It could be Asian, but I'm gonna go. I'm still white. I'm still white. <laughs> <laughs> Correct answer is a white woman, which is why it's all misdemeanors. Yeah, pretty sure there's a black person that would raid something different. Um, yeah, that's why I was like when you said misdemeanor, I'm like, yo, it's either white or Asian. There's only two that can get away with that. Now here's something that, um, and we talked about this before on the show. Hey man, um, I'm not really a religious person at all, pretty much. But um, there are some atheists who are assholes, and this is a case of atheist assholism. Lakeland, an atheist in Polk County, symbolically scrubbed away at a major highway leading into the country, into the county Saturday. Uh, they were removing a blessing placed there a year ago by a group of religious leaders. Brooms, uh. mops, and water hoses in hand, the atheists gathered at the gathered at the roadside. We come in peace. Now, that's normally what aliens say when they visit a new planet, but we're not aliens. We're atheists. The humanist of Florida director Mark Palmer shouted to the group along Highway 98. Oh, Florida. Representatives representatives from various atheist groups in the area scrubbed the road at Pasco-Polk County line. They were figuratively removing holy oil that had been put on the road last year by a group of religious leaders. That group was Polk Under Prayer, or PUP. Uh, PUP director Richard Gearingswald said this group had been blessing the county line and praying that the entryway into the city, that God would protect us from evildoers, mainly the drug crowd, that they would be dissuaded to come into the county. Now, here's my thing. If you're an atheist, doesn't that just mean that you don't believe any of this shit matters anyway? 
So, like, yeah. aren't you going out of your way to, like, undo the religion that you think is bullshit? Like, I'm, I am I give atheists a little bit of a pass because Christians are assholes to them first. Right. So, like, I give them a bit of a pass because you think about the way Christians treat just pretty much everyone who's non-Christian. You don't even have to be an atheist. You could right. be Hindu. You could be Muslim. You could be Shinto. You could be Tao. No matter what you ascribe to, if you're not Christian, Christians treat you as if you are like just this cursed, like, like really like your viewpoints don't matter. So I try to give them a little bit of a pass because I mean, they do get mistreated by Christians, but yeah, I got to agree with you on this. I don't understand why they were wasting their time and making a big deal about it. Like as an atheist, are you trying to convert people to atheism? Yeah. Yeah. I don't understand what their whole point was to this other than just like, Hey, we don't have anything else to do. Normally on Sunday, we would be in church, but since we don't (laughs) believe in God, let's go out here and like, that's why my, my position on this is that some atheists, groups have actually become their own religion mm. because they become the assholes then. I mean, that's what it is. Their religion is being asshole to religious folks. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, and, ahead, and I guess for me, it's like the Republican and the Democratic Party. Most people are in the middle. There are a lot of Christians that live their lives. They don't bother nobody. They don't go out beating people upside the head. They don't do no crazy shit. They just want to live their lives and they let you live yours. And it's a lot of atheists like that too. But you have the extremists on both sides. And yes, yeah. you do have religious people that are extremely extreme that push people away. And then you have the atheists that are extremely extreme that push people away. And those are the ones that are the examples uh, that are set up and that people talk about. Yes, I think they took this too far. Why should you care? Like, I don't mean a harm. If you don't believe it and it don't matter to you, why, why should you care? It says here, it sends a very bad signal to everyone in Polk County and anyone who travels through Polk County who doesn't happen to be Christian. The event is not about atheist rights. This is about welcoming everybody in the Polk County. So they took their unholy water and they labeled a bag unholy water. Like they, they printed that out somewhere and put it on the bag. Um, they ah. took their unholy water and washed the road. It's been an ongoing feud between the groups in the county. Atheists are also unhappy with prayer bricks, pup members buried along area, uh, I, the, along the road I-4 and various other roadways leading into the county engraved with Psalm 7, uh, 37. For the wicked. So, mm-hmm. so do these assholes also take like Sharpies and like scribble out in God we trust on their dollar bills before they hand it in? I mean, like at some point, you know, yeah. it's like I'm a Christian, but I don't, I'm not very religious, but I, I don't follow this shit enough to care. You know, it's like. Yeah. If, if I was coming to my county and there was like, you know, an uh, uh, Islamic saying somewhere or, or a Buddhist saying, I, I just, I, I'm sorry, I, I just don't give a fuck. I yeah. don't. I, I just, I, gonna I, to, I can't. I gotta take the atheist side. Like, think about it like this. For them, they are minority. And they're putting all, you know, there's a lot of, like, I guess they're putting bricks out for, like, there's a, a large representation of Christians, clearly, here in this county. And they're clearly supported by the government, they're clearly supported by the quote-unquote man or by the system. So for them, I mean, I can see why they're going to these extremes to try to like make a point. If even if that point is just to say, "Hey, we're not all Christian, so quit talking on our behalf." And, and so, I mean, I don't know. I, I kind of want to take their side on this. Like, I, I really now, do Ad- want. Now, Adjun huh? J, it offered, are you an atheist or no? Not at all. But I, okay. I, I, I kind of want to take their side because I, I, I kind of feel for them. It is one of those things where, like, I, I feel like I, it's, it's, I kind of understand like for them the system is like geared i mean probably everyone who is in government is christian mm-hmm. and for the most part most elected officials are christian uh you have like the majority of people who are christian and i kind of understand what they're saying like 
I don't want everyone to pray for me. Yeah. And I, you know, I don't, I don't want your prayer and I'm an atheist. I don't believe in your God. So let it go. But I, I just, here's, I the, here's to, the thing. Here's the thing for me. I think they're taking it too far because it's not something that actually affects them. Now, if, if this was something like say a religious law or politics, like something had been passed, trying to get yes. passed in the law that was That'd based a on a religion, thing. like say anti-abortion laws or something like that. I actually would get that because I'm like, all right, yeah, you don't believe that, but these people are going to try to make you do something that you don't want to do. Somebody putting holy oil on a fucking road or bricks next to the highway? Man, go put some atheist bricks next to that shit. I don't give a fuck. Like, like no one is actively driving down the street like, you know, I would have taken I-95, but I-4 got the prayer bricks. (laughs) Yeah, people (laughs) fly past it all the time. My thing is, don't be an asshole about it. Like I, I would support your cause a lot of times if you don't act like an like if you don't act like the assholes who you're, you're supposed to go in against. Same reason why I don't fuck with Peter. It's like Peter actually, for the most part, has a good message. Hey, I don't want to see people throwing little puppies out of the fucking fucking tent or windows either. I think that's fucking wrong. But you're being a dick about it. Like I don't support people being dicks. The reason why. Even as a Christian, I don't like a lot of other Christians because they're dicks about it. Yeah. yeah. So when you're an atheist and you didn't decide to be a dick too, it's not that I, I you know, I don't feel for you and, and see. It's like you're being a dick. I, I can't support you because you're being a dick. Yeah. Don't be a dick. You know, it's, that's the problem I have with this. It's like I, I think we both agree there, man. Honestly, it's, it's really yeah. fucking it's it, it's I'm just against assholeness. It's not, it's not, I don't care about your atheism or your religion. I'm not religious at all. I don't, uh, I guess the closest I would be is something like agnostic or something. Um, but I just tapped out of the whole shit. Like, you win. I don't give a fuck. Believe what you want to believe. Just don't let it affect me. And this goes for atheists too. Like, believe what you want to believe. But like, if, if your whole stance is that religion is bullshit and none of it matters and it doesn't exist, then why the fuck are you fucking with these people that you don't think have any power? Because isn't that what you're saying? Is like, well, I just think you just poured a bunch of Crisco on the fucking road for no reason. Ha! That's, that's your stance. Your stance isn't actually like, actually, I do believe that you have power and I need to erase it. Like, get the fuck out of here, Yeah, yeah I got to agree with you on that. He took they, they, they support some spaghetti out and be like, yo, this is for the spaghetti god. And, and let, it, let it go, yo. <laughs> yeah. Like, go make up some other cool shit to do. And that'll be fun. Like, well, since you got oil there, let's go ahead and uh, add some chicken to it and fry that shit up. Right. Um, right. I, I, I rode that had chicken on the side of the road. Just, just, just throw it out there. If, it, yeah. if you had a plate of chicken sitting beside the road, I'm going to that fucking town. Yeah. First of all, atheists, I know so. atheists need to get let me get in charge of that PR because I could fucking grow their movement if they want me to. Like a fish fry on the side of that road. Mwah, you guys are Sorry. you guys will be going and growing your numbers daily. Hey, be, hey, yo, and the, and the song going to be like, Jesus fed the multitude with fish, but we can too. Right. <laughs> you, just, you just give people fish sandwiches and be like, here you go, sir. Uh, that is, there is no God. All right. Have a good one, man. Um, hey. Enjoy your meal. Uh, this is just a quick story. I'm not even reading this shit, but apparently the dude that, um, one of the dudes who's the head of the, um, <laughs> I'm sorry. This is hilarious. Uh, he, he who, who's a representative for invisible children. Which, oh, is, God, oh. which is that charity this. that, uh, you know, helped arrange the uh, Coney video on YouTube. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's actual video footage of this motherfucker walking. <laughs> I'm sorry. 
You have to see the footage. But he is literally walking around. His name is Jason Russell. I'll put a link in the chat room. Jason Ruckett, Russell. He's naked, standing on a street corner, <laughs> flexing, yeah. and just like slinging his dick around and masturbating. I saw this already. Wow. And there's, there's video footage of it. <laughs> It is quite possibly the best. It's 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 great. Like, why would you want to? Why would you? Why would you do that? You Wait, just... did, did did you did you see the Invisible Children re, uh, official response to this shit though? What they no. say? They were just like, oh well, you know, he's been under a lot of stress lately, you know, and with the Coney video and the publicity he's been getting, he's had a lot of he's had a lot of stress, and you know, we're just hoping that you all pray and. And think about him, him and his family, and hope hope they get through these hard times. I'm like, listen, I've been stressed out before. Yeah, <laughs> well, I have never been so stressed out that I decided to strip all my clothes off and run around naked and jerk off wildly in public. I'm like, pretty never- sure this proves that that whole thing was bullshit. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't give a fuck if it was based on a kernel of truth. I'm out. You, uh, I'm, I'm, I am now with the people who say fuck this whole movement of Coney 2012. Yep, I'm in with those dudes. It was That's that easy to change me. Whenever the guy who leads the charge is on the street jerking off in public in front of God <laughs> and everybody, uh, I want to be on the opposite side of whoever he's fucking supporting. <laughs> Here's the thing: uh, when the whole thing came up, I wasn't around. Like Twitter blew up about it, and I was just like, I didn't know what was going on. And so when I looked into it, I was like. Yo, something doesn't seem right about these people. You know, right. this, this is, something doesn't seem right. People are like, it doesn't matter as long as they're breaking, as long as they're bringing attention to the issue. I'm like, no, no it kind of does. So credibility is a real thing. <laughs> like, he's just, I'm sorry, but like, I, I hold things like your co-founder is out in the run around the middle of the street jerking <laughs> off to random thing. Like, that holds weight to me. I can't, really, I, I can't really fuck with you if. Like nah, yo. I'm sorry, yo. You like, don't I, go out and do investigative reporting one day, and then the next day run around in your underwear and jerk off in the street. You don't do those two things. Like he's just on the side of the street, like suck my dick. <laughs> I'm like a 75 million hits, bitch. I'm rich. You know what it, reminds me of? it reminds me of remember that South Park episode where um it was the the Passion of the Christ. Yes. And, and and Cartman was all like, you know, you know, Mel Gibson is God, you know, he's great, and you know, all the, and then Mel Gibson showed up, and he was fucking crazy as shit, and everybody was like, whoa, this is the guy that made that movie, he's fucking nuts, I ain't, I ain't, I ain't about this shit, right? That's how I feel about this. It's like, hey, listen, you know, this dude don't seem like he's right, right? You know, uh, I'm sorry, but if you, uh, uh, maybe this is fucked up, but if you're jerking, jerking out, uh, neck, running around naked, jerking off in public. You're like two steps away from being a pedophile to me. Yeah. So if you're making a video about how somebody else is having child soldiers, I'm like, but you might be a pedophile. Ah, uh, yeah, no, I can't. I draw the line at jerking off in the crosswalk. That's my line. <laughs> okay. This guy, I didn't know I had this line, but apparently, I, that's what I do. Line is. Yes. After seeing this dude jerking off in the middle of the fucking broad daylight <laughs> yes. at the crosswalk, He's I'm like, oh, you know what? Five feet from his house. You know what? I can't support any cause where the leader of the cause is jerking off in a fucking crosswalk. Yes, he could have jerked inside his house and been yeah. a little bit. Uh, here we go. Uh, here's we we haven't talked about one thing today, and Chris is here, and we have to talk about it. Maybe I can save him this time. Shortly after midnight at the Solano Grove condominiums on San Jose Boulevard, Jacksonville Sheriff's Office saying that the man was acting erratically, walking through the complex, waving a samurai sword at people around him. 
One of the people in that complex opened fire and killed the man JSO says was trying to kill. Tonight, Haley Winslow joins us live after speaking with the wife of the man who was killed in this. And again, Haley, it sounds bizarre, but obviously uh. heartbreaking, too. Kent, she is just absolutely heartbroken. Now, this is a fake sword, but instead of foam, imagine someone swinging around real steel. I mean, this had to be absolutely terrifying for the people who live in this condominium complex. JSO says the man who shot him acted in self-defense. Jan Williams says her husband Leonard was bipolar and schizophrenic, and over the past six months, he's been going downhill. But he had a fucking sword? Yeah. Yeah, because people, people don't, don't take swords seriously. Yeah, yes, they ought to have the same rules and regulation as guns. Well, yes. Apparently, one dude took that seriously because he shot him. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Well, that dude must listen to the show. Yes. Because yes. <laughs> uh, there's quite a few people it has not ended well for mm -hmm. when someone came at them with a sword. And I've been trying to get him help. William says Leonard wasn't taking his medication. He was imagining things, and he thought I, he thought our neighbors were... People that Yo, she needs subtitles. Yeah, and it sounds like she has. Is she crying? Too. No, she's not crying. She just talks oh. that way. Yeah. Oh. I, I like the poster. I like the poster in the background of a parent holding a beer and says it's five o'clock somewhere. Uh, <laughs> just, just, <laughs> just random, just random furniture in this house. What's the trailer park? No, it's it's brick. It's brick. I don't know where, but it's brick something. <laughs> Maybe they're at the bar because I'm like I, I have a trailer park feeling from this this whole story. Don't right forget, now. we are still playing guess the race. race. So, oh, white. Um, I, you could tell me that when you when I first heard sword. Okay, so you, you say white. Okay, uh, Chris, you want to guess yet or no? I'm going with white. Okay, okay. all right, I'll finish playing the clip. I, you know, I'm in. I never thought he'd do anything like this. Jan says she went to okay, a concert, and when she got home, Leonard wanted to go for a walk, but she didn't want to go with him. Next thing I knew, uh, there was a whole bunch of cop cars here, and I knew it had to do something with him. I didn't think he would do anything that that crazy. Could never bucking into anything, and he—he's not—he wasn't a violent person. After a while, you know, it, it's bad when you say someone's not violent and. He wouldn't do something crazy, but you knew the yeah. cop cars. You knew the cop cars are for him. <laughs> like, oh, oh, they for him. But no, he's not crazy. Um, yeah, I always hate. I always hate when family tries to clean it up. It's like, yeah, I didn't. You know, he's not a violent person. He was swinging a sword around. He had a sword. <laughs> other, <laughs> other than the sword violence and the ratchetness. Right, other than know. that, how did he and get access to him? No, he was bipolar and all this other stuff. Well, maybe uh, that, I don't know. That's, that's her trying to absolve herself, though. That really yeah. is because it's like, oh well, he's never swung a sword at anyone before. So how was I supposed to know? That's just her trying to absolve herself. Like as yeah. clearly, it doesn't. You don't have to be a violent person to commit violent acts. And he's right. off his meds, man. Like. You gotta get him on those meds, man. Don't don't ever go off your meds, man. Leonard didn't come home. She was worried about her husband. She asked me if I'd seen her husband. I said, no. My mom said, no, we haven't seen your husband. She said, well, he's missing. He's walking around with a black bag and he has a sword. I'm thinking, oh, that's great. Oh, JSO Lord. says he was acting erratically, <laughs> waving a sword similar to this. <laughs> what? <laughs> that was so fucked up, yo. What? Oh, How is that oh, a fucking thing? Oh, that wasn't gonna end well. <laughs> Oh, uh, have you seen my uh, husband? I'm worried about him. Uh, no, we haven't seen him. Is he okay? Well, he's walking around with a black bag and a sword. And, and he's off his sword. meds. And he's off his meds and the cops just came. Uh, well, I'm sure everything will be all right. Just go back in the house, Sharon.
one at people in the complex. Then he approached a neighbor's window with it. He broke the window with the sword and was trying to break in the gentleman's house and the gentleman shot him. Leonard died and when detectives were ready, they informed Jan. The woman got sick, I mean, from all the worry and waiting. It's just awful. Jan and Leonard had been together 25 years. She can't believe this is the way he had to go. She is obviously very upset. She's going to have some family come to town to stay with her for a little while. Now, JSO says the man who shot him will likely not be charged because he did act in self-defense, but the ultimate decision... Hey, Florida, this also happened in Florida. This is self-defense. Yes, it's really, It's really not hard to see. Look, a guy with a sword breaking in your house. Self-defense. Chasing a unarmed black teenager through a neighborhood in the rain and shooting his ass and he cries for help. Not self-defense. It's pretty fucking obvious which one of these is going to have a church about to march in two weeks and which one is going to be okay. I know. We'll be up to the state attorney's office. Reporting live in Mandarin, Haley Winslow, Channel 4, the local station. Haley, what have they reported? Do we know where Leonard got a samurai sword? That nigga's not that hard. Come on, don't do that. She actually, they had two of them. You saw one of them in the story oh, just a minute ago. They were antique store, uh, swords that they got off of eBay from China. And she says they did have them hanging up in their house, but when he got paranoid, he wanted to take them down, and he was keeping them in his room. Kent? And you kept them around? You kept them around? He was paranoid. When he goes, well, you know, every now and then he gets paranoid. He wants to take them down and keep them in the room. And my, he wants to and my thing is that, like I said, you cannot leave guns up on your mantle. Fully loaded, just for show. Yeah. But you can do stories like that, though. Calvin Pierce yeah. says the race is Trailer Park White. Everybody else said, <laughs> everybody else said white. Uh, the correct answer is white. To be fair, I keep my sword. I have, I have a sword. But the, my sword is strictly for display. I actually have knives, and I know how to use my knives. I am very well versed in knives, and I was well, you, a you, you know, I was a Boy Scout, so you I do stealth. I know what to do knives. Hmm? I said you do stealth. stealth? Uh, Karen's yes. Karen's been playing Kingdoms of Amalur Reckoning, <laughs> ah, so. and I've been stealthing it up, boy. I'm yeah, sorry. she's been sneaking up, <laughs> killing people with knives. So sorry about That's that. That's why I asked that random question. Um, I was like, I'm sorry. Where's stealth? I was like, what? oh, now now I understand why. I'm like, yeah, okay, I got you. I got yeah. you. But yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, but you're, you're you're so right about when you're saying. Like, I feel like any any weapon you have, you need to know how to use that you shit. Better. So yeah. you can't just get you can't just buy knives and be like, oh, something. I got a knife. You know, no, no, no. You need to know how to use your knives. If you get a gun, that's why I don't have a gun right now because I want to be actually go and learn how to shoot a gun before I buy one. I, I've always felt this way about this. It's like I remember saying one time, I was like, I believe that if you're gonna get a gun, you should have, you know, show the same kind of minimum 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 skills with it like you do with your car when you get a car you have to show that you can actually get a license for the car you get a gun mostly you just get a gun you know yeah, fuck I, it. Oh, I want a gun i'm gonna wait wait your wait your waiting period and that's it i think you ought to have <laughs> background checks for guns really i think you ought to have you ought to be able to pass mental background checks before okay yeah 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 i get that fuck that swords too that's true. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I like, I'm, I'm, I want to start with that at swords. You own a fucking sword, there should be a reason or at least some competency involving sword play. You should not just be fucking getting these things because you watch two episodes of Power Rangers and you think that that's ah! going to help your paranoid fucking delusions. That is not what we need. Dog, have you ever seen the videos online of people that get their sh- swords and then try to use them in the backyard? Yes. Because 
fucking ridiculous. It, it, they it look like ridiculous. the they like the most pansy fucking like never done an athletic event in their life. Sword on the yeah. motherfuckers in the world. Yeah, uh, and, and and I, I said this is somebody. Uh, the first thing I got before I got my sword, I got a machete, right? Right. And again, I use my machete in my backyard. I actually use it. I actually I, I cut things in my backyard. I had I, my entire backyard was overgrown with vegetation. I actually was feeling like I was in the fucking jungle. I was using I use my shit, so I know what I'm doing. Yeah. But you, it's so easy to get the swords online. I mean, I, the sword I got now, I got it online. I, everything you can buy online, and it's so there's no background checker. No, no, no. They don't even fucking ask you if you're 18. Wow. <laughs> as long as you have a credit card and your money is good, <laughs> right? They will take that shit to wow. your front door, and they don't ask no fucking questions, yo. It's it's fucking ridiculous. I and I totally agree with you on this. It's 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 absolutely ridiculous that. And it's not it, swords. I, I um because of where I got it from. I got my sword and I got uh, two big Bowie knives. Like the, I feel like the knives are even worse than swords. I mean, you're you're yeah. saying swords, but trust me, knives the knives knives are worse. Right. Because you can actually like you see somebody walking around with a, a sword, you're just like, holy shit, I gotta watch out for that guy. But the Bowie knife, you can actually conceal that shit like a like a, like really conceal that shit like a like a concealed weapon. And yeah. it's, no, no, it's fucking terrible. I you can get I got a uh, two fourteen inch blades, two of those. They uh, the same place I bought those from. You can get blowguns. You can get crossbows. You can get wow. all kinds of crazy ass shit. Like wow. now that I bought from them, I actually get magazines from other places that you can buy crazy ass shit from. <laughs> <laughs> they put you on the list. Crazyassshit.com. Yes, dude. I I I'll look at this magazine. And I'm like, oh, I can buy that. Throwing the. Remember um. The uh, the Expendables? Yes. Or Jason Statham's character with the throwing knives? Yes. They sell those sets. They sell throwing knife sets. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And, and no, no, yeah. Because I have a USMC K-Bar, and like after I bought it, they just started sending magazines to the house. Like, hey, now that you bought this knife, why don't you buy these? And you start flipping yeah. through that magazine, you realize like how ridiculous some of it is. That's just like there's one called a Karambit. That the entire purpose of it is is for a fighting style, and it you will kill you can kill someone quite easily with it. Fuck, yeah, it's yeah. insane, man. Speaking of people with swords, uh, you thought that was all? No, it's people don't give a fuck. Like I don't do knives on my Google search because it would take fucking forever. I have a million stories about knives. We're gonna start with swords and work our way down. Let's get these <laughs> shits outlawed first, or at least get them regulated, and then we'll see. Willersburg, Ohio. Guess the race. A man is charged with a felonious assault after detectives say he got into a fight with a man and chopped off his hand with a sword. Damn. Whoa. Yeah, yeah. I actually, like, th- that's insane to me. I think uh, they actually have audio of this um, on the, yeah, hold on. I, let me see if I get audio from the surveillance footage of this. It's like out of an anime. Yeah, this is him. Like, oh my god! Oh, this is terrible. Oh, he's gonna fuck him up. Oh, shit. Oh, watch out, dude. He's coming. Oh, fuck. Like they both got swords. Oh, man. It is useless to resist. Don't let yourself be destroyed as Obi-Wan did. Oh, shit. Oh, watch out, bro. Damn, dude just sliced through a... Oh! 
can escape. <laughs> Don't make me destroy you. Luke, you do not yet realize your importance. You have only begun to discover your power. Join me, and I will complete your training. With our combined strength, we can end this destructive conflict and bring order to the galaxy. I'll never join you! If you only knew the power of the dark side, Obi-Wan never told you what happened to your father. He told me enough! He told me you killed him. No. I am your father. That's the greatest Maury moment in history. No. <laughs> no. That's not true. That's impossible. Search your feelings. You know it to be true. can destroy the Emperor. He has foreseen this. It is your destiny. Join me, and together we can rule the galaxy as father and son. Oh, shit, don't jump, dog! That's a black hole, huh? Don't jump. Come with me. It is the only way. Oh, he jumped! And, so, yeah. You know what it is? They make... This is a problem. Movies and TV shows have made swords and knives seem so cool. Mm-hmm. You never really see a nigga fail with it. Right. And so, <laughs> they don't no, say they're professionally trained. Nothing. Like, he just... Right. He literally cut Homeboy's hand off yes. in Willisburg, Ohio. And was probably the first thought he thought after he cut his hand off was... Cool. Probably. Right. I, that is not cool. They said, uh, see, go ahead, Chris. I was going to say, you see people fail with guns all the time in movies. But right. with swords and knives, it's always a cool one. Like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yep. Highlander. It was always cool shit. Mm-hmm. Like, there needs to be some people out there with a sword. And like, the only time I've ever seen a nigga with a sword fail in a movie is uh, Indiana Jones. Yeah. Indiana one time. Yeah, right. One time. Um, the victim was uh, identified as Eric Hammond. <laughs> can't spell hand without Hammond. 27 of Willersburg. Ah! According to uh, the county sheriff's office, Hammond was treated at SOMC and was transported to a hospital in Columbus due to his amputation. He is listed in serious but stable condition. Dustin Walker, 31, of Willersburg, has been arrested and charged with felonious assault. He is being held over seventy-five on $7,500 bond, scheduled to be in court on Friday. They were able to locate the sword that was used in the altercation. So, yeah, he uh, yeah. gave his buddy a hand. Uh, uh, seriously though, if someone cut my hand off, I would be pissed. Like, I mean, that's like I think you should be able to come back and just like literally maybe kill that person or cut off a limb of theirs and be completely absolved of whatever you do. What race do you guys think he was? Chat room, you too. Um, I think he was white with a black man's voice. Okay, what about you? <laughs> what about you? What about you, Chris? White. All right, Pat D says Michael Rappaport white. the correct answer is white of course he's from ohio and he's cutting off hands with swords he is a white man uh we only got two more articles left um the first one uh intoxicated norwalk woman uh norwalk man arrested for carrying sword 
A 40-year-old city man was arrested on a warrant Thursday for alarming motorists on walking down the walking down the street with a sword near the I-95 exit ramp while he was drunk. And he didn't get hit. First of all, he's drunk with a sword. He was charged with carrying a dangerous weapon in breach of the peace, held on a hundred thousand dollars bond, and given a court date on March 26th. I love these laws, breach wait, of wait. the peace. So he got a hundred thousand dollars bond, he's and black. the other dude got seventy five hundred. Yes. Uh, well, his name I, is. Uh, guess the race. There's no picture, but his name is Augusto Ordonez. <laughs> so. Oh. Hispanic. Hispanic. Yeah. yeah. He was a little he too non white. It's like, you're a little too brown for this, sir. That's going to be. Yeah. Yo, real talk. I don't know what it is about white people and carrying weapons. No lie, when I was on campus, uh, University of Maryland, Baltimore County, one of our friends, white friend, they uh, they came to the dining hall with bows and arrows. And, and let me tell you how it happened. They were they were walking back to their room when they saw some deer up on the hill. And so he was like, hey, let's go shoot those deer. So they went back to their room and got the bow and arrow because, of course, they keep a bow and arrow in their dorm room. Damn. They got their bow and arrow and went after the deer. When they came back, the deer were gone, though. So they decided then, well, we can't shoot for our dinner. Let's just go into the dining hall. And they carried their bows and arrows into the dining hall and were shocked that the police were called on them. <laughs> They were shocked. Um, I am not making this story up. This shit literally happened. Probably they like weapons. Probably like two days at the Columbine and shit. I'm like, what? Right. And, I'm like, <laughs> and they couldn't understand why they were. it was such a big deal. Well, this dude was laying down in the middle of the street. Uh, and people called 911 saying he was possibly holding a knife. When they arrived, a wow. man who fit the description of the suspect was walking nearby with what appeared to be a knife tucked against his forearm. The man, later identified as Ordonez, complied with orders to drop the weapon and get on the ground. Police found out he was holding a gold-colored sheath, sword sheath, and he was hiding a small sword inside his left pant leg. He was taken to a hospital because he was slurring his words, acting incoherent because he was drunk. Wow. Uh, I'm really really surprised it didn't be like sword-wielding man lays in the street get hit by a car on 95. Right. A medieval reenactment became all too real for a young woman who was struck in the head with a sword in Melbourne's North. (laughs) Damn. (laughs) Uh, White. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she was was on that Game of Thrones. Um, (laughs) You know, it's always funny when they show these these medieval reenactments and it's always like some chubby white dude in armor. Like they always like they always that's always the picture for these like some like overweight white dude and you're like you don't look like a knight to me man. No, I I think they'd be fit. You're fighting dragons and all kinds of right. shit. Don't you need to be fit? Apparently, trolls. Uh, Come the on. Middle, apparently, the Middle Ages were uh, infested with Cheetos and Dungeons and Dragons. Uh, advanced life support paramedics rushed to Prince's Park in Carlton just before 10 p.m. on Tuesday after the 18 year old was hit on the head with an imita- imitation weapon. <laughs> if you're hitting the head with, I bet it wasn't that fucking imitation. Say that again, bitch. It has some weight to it. Fortunately, it was made only of rubber during a mock battle. That shit was probably heavy. Though. Well, you know, Karen and Chris and and, and Adjective J, it's like we both said. We all agreed to this. When you're going against a woman in a recreational sport, <laughs> you can't afford to let her embarrass you. So sometimes you gotta knock her the fuck out with a sword. <laughs> Uh, she had bruising and swelling around her right temple and was fitted with a neck brace. The fuck was Chris Brown playing this fucking tournament? Goddamn! <laughs> How the fuck 
you do that with a rubber sword? He must have hit her with all his might. With the back of the sword. He brought that Ike and Tina to that ass, dog. But I bet you're going to embarrass me out here. Yeah. Boop. Now eat the cake, anime. Yes, eat the back of this sword, bitch. And then some other random uh, woman was like, you ain't got to hit me but once and ran out. You know she did. Um, she had, so uh, she was taken to the hospital in stable condition. Around 150 medieval enthusiasts were like, is that like Civil War reenactors but just less cool? <laughs> like one step below, like, well, at least our war happened in the last hundred years. I mean, shit. Um, they were taking part in a weekly, weekly, Chris, weekly sword craft game when the incident occurred. So they be out here, all I bet you had to be, but I knew who she was then. Shit. How the fuck they get 150 sword motherfuckers weekly? Yeah. They ain't got nothing else to out do. Out there LARPing and shit, dog. <laughs> Man, Chris tell that story. They, they better be, he better be glad they didn't pull out the swords they had for the ninjas in their rooms then. Oh, sweet Jesus. 150 people weekly. There's nothing I know that I can get 150 people to do weekly. There's I not one. I be around 150 people <laughs> there weekly. There isn't one thing I do where 150 people would do it with me recreationally weekly. Add it, add it to the fact that there's a risk of injury, apparently. 150 <laughs> people, hey, you may get hurt really badly, but come on out. It'll be fun. We can't get 150 ah! people at the basketball court weekly, dude. <laughs> 150 to fuck around with some swords? Idiots. Um... So they play Swordcraft. Swordcraft is a medieval live-action game where players dress up in costume and fight with realistic imitation weapons made out of rubber and covered in foam. I bet you them shit's probably heavy, too. You know what I want to do? I want to get a group of Negroes to come out to this shit dressed in, like, hoodies and sweatpants. <laughs> they will ban that shit. But, but we have real swords. Like, we just show Like, we show up playing hard as fuck, too, like... Oh, I guess I win. That nigga bleeding. Like, uh, you guys can't play. And not only can you not play, we're banning it for everybody yeah. now. Make me not play fat boy and I pull out my real sword. <laughs> the fuck you gonna do with that rubber arm? Kick him in face with Timberlands. This would not end well, sir. Swordcraft is, uh, yeah, so everything's covered in form of rubber. Organizer Phil Krenz, which sounds like somebody from Mass Effect, uh, defended the activity saying it was safer than netball and football. What the hell is a netball? What is netball? <laughs> netball. I think he means basketball. Yeah, I this... think so too. Okay. Hey. <laughs> safer than the netball that you play. This... You, know, you, know, you know how much pussy this guy has never gotten, yo. Oh, God. yo like this next sentence solidifies that he is not getting any pussy. I'm going to read it the way I imagine him saying it. We did some calculations on our injury rates, and we have had 6,000 hours of playtime and seven injuries. 6,000 hours? That works out to be one injury per 1,000 hours played. That's one-seventh of the injury of netball and one-twelfth of football. Even though we had people running around with rubber swords, our injury rates are much lower. That's how I imagine them saying Because y'all probably not uh, even coming in contact with each other barely. And then, of course, slurping afterwards. Um, he said... The young woman had recovered from the incident. Well, I'd like to hear from her. I said that again. The <laughs> She's fine. Uh, the group had been meeting in Carlton Park since April last year. In a separate incident, paramedics also treated a woman who fell into the ri river <laughs> at, <laughs> South Bank, at South Bank earlier this uh, morning. You, uh, you think, had a Sparta moment. Yeah, yeah you think <laughs> uh, uh, couples be bringing each other out there to whip on each other with rubber swords? Right, yeah, maybe. I don't know. Maybe there's some S and M elements. 
don't know getting thrown into the river though she must got hit with a with one of those spells um (laughs) it's believed that the woman became dizzy and fell into the river on her way home from work just after midnight what she stripping how many hours they play this I don't know. The they woman, must be out there forever. Maybe it completely is unrelated. The woman believed to be in her thirties was unable to get out the river and passerbys heard her cries for help, but they were too busy LARPing and trying to take back fucking Northguard. Yes. Uh, <laughs> she she was rescued by emergency services and treated by paramedics for hypothermia and foot injury. All I right. You're splashing in the water and not like stop for me, like, hold a minute, guys. I think someone may actually be hurt. Right. It's like, How no. Are you that into it? No, I'm, about we, to, I'm almost about to level up. Right. <laughs> I'm doing my lightning still to, to level two. I no, can't say it. Worse, is it it's even worse than that. My paladin can't go into water, so I can't touch her. <laughs> <laughs> Let me roll my dice and see if I can save you. Yes. Oh, oh, oh I no, got a three. I rolled a two. I take it. I take a two, I take a plus two hit if I go into water, so I obviously can't go in right now. <laughs> not only did I not be able to save you from water, but now I also have poison. So oh, I'm sorry. Sorry, right. I can't save you. Oh, uh, all right, guys. This has been another episode of the Black Out Tips. Our sponsors were Shadow Dog Productions and uh, Adam and Eve. Of course, the code is TBGWT. Uh, Chris, tell them how to find you on Twitter and uh, about your show and whatnot. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Sanity Report. I'm also on the webpage www.thesanityreport.com, and we're on iTunes and Stitcher Radio. Search for Insanity Check. Adjective J, go ahead and drop that blog and all that good stuff, and how to find you on Twitter. Uh, you can find me on Twitter. I'm at adjective underscore J. Um, you can find the blog. The blog is fulltimenegro.blogspot.com. It also just hit me that I also still do a sports podcast. Hi. Um, the <laughs> Urban Sports Report. If you go to urbansportsreport.podomatic.com, uh, you can find me there. So I think that's pretty much it. Uh, and if you follow me on Twitter at, at adjective underscore J, uh, whenever I drop the new podcast, I'll be tweeting about it. So you'll see it. Cool, man. Make sure you invite me and Karen, man. We definitely yeah. want to be Actually, a part of it. I, I want to talk to y'all about that, but I have to run by, I guess, I really need to run by you what the new podcast is. It's essentially, I'm doing sketches now, and basically it's just like a, a sketch comedy slash interview podcast. So if Sounds y'all down good. for that, come on through. I, I don't know if I can have professional voice actors on my show or not. <laughs> I'm in a movie. I don't know if I can afford that. Yeah, we that. have been in a movie. Yes, so, I mean, we have. But we yes. like to stop by and help the little people out, Edge do. Jay. Don't never we say do. we don't give back. Yes, and we've done community. your work before, too, sir. Yeah, so. Um, but, uh, yeah, thank you guys for both being on. Follow us on Twitter. I'm at Rodimus Prime. I'll say that again. That as in D-A-T. The show Twitter is at T-B-G-W-T. Go on theblackoutist.com. Do all the lovely stuff you can do there. Donate. Uh, spread the word. Subscribe to the show. Like us on Facebook. Give us a five-star review on iTunes. You can call the show, 704-557-0186. You can email the show, theblackouttips at gmail.com. Um and uh, it's been awesome having you guys on. It is. So uh, we'll talk to you guys Thursday when our guest will be Sarah J. Yep, yep. That's right. Porn star Sarah J is back on the Black Out Tips. Uh, hasn't been on since episode 118 when we, I think the name of that episode was Obama Likes Big Asses. Yes, I can tell. it was. So you guys can uh, go check that out if you want to catch up and see what we talked to her about last time. But yeah, Thursday, 5 o'clock, Sarah J., it's going to be on, man. So we appreciate everybody for coming out. And until next time, love you. You too. Mwah. Too black. Too strong. Too black. Too strong. Too black. Too strong.